This your boy Chico. This is another dose of reality with your boy. I have some special guests in the building. I have Mr. Sterling Brown over there, and I have Mr. Austin in here. I also have Spade Ace in the place. What's good? What's good? Hey. Huh? <laughs> yeah, don't don't act all shy now, Austin. You was all, you doing all this talking earlier. Hey, let's go. What you got for me? What's up? Oh, shit. Yeah, just, just. What up, Janique? <laughs> what up? What? <laughs> what you say, Sterling? Kenfo. Oh, you can't fuck on live? Okay. Uh, All right. She, she called me her um, second favorite cousin. Second favorite cousin. Ain't that some shit? So who's the first? Oh, my bad. We can't curse my bad. Oh, oh yeah. Can't. You can't. You, oh, can. why, why you, you can say whatever you want. Oh, we can say whatever we want? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Hey, Black Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Black Dirty? can't go live then. You can't go live. Oh, why? Dirty week. Church members be watching my me and Yes, indeed. Oh, well, I got a few people tuned in. Church members. Just want to see what we got to say tonight. What's up, y'all? Church members curse too. Say something to me, Janine. They say a lot more curse words than what you think. Man, look. Okay. I'm going to show you tonight. I'm not cursing tonight. Chico, man, what we talking about today? (laughs) I'm going to show you tonight. We talking about this old Trump ride shit that that was going on during the damn inauguration. Do y'all know these motherfuckers, they... Burned up a whole fucking limousine on national television. Just, just tore up the whole Washington D.C. area. Tear the shit up, there. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's on them. How that's, many black people was it? None. Amen. <laughs> well, well, not a one. I did not see not one black site. Just straight white people. That's a good thing. That's a good thing because for well, once we showed that we got sense. Right. And we're not the ones that's out here. Always acting the fool, or showing our asses, or making ourselves look, you know, crazy. But was this the time to act a fool though? Because usually we acting a fool behind goddamn Jordans. I mean, it's really no time to really act a fool when it comes down to what reality is. Because when we should have acted a fool was at the voting polls, right? We didn't. We should have got out and voted, but we listened to the media. Saying that he didn't stand a chance to win, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Exactly. He's an untypical candidate. He's not gonna, you know. You know, get this crowd to vote for him. He's not going to get that crowd to vote for him. But what people not realizing is that there were a lot of black people that, that vote. actually voted for this guy. But there were twice as many black folks that did not vote for him, that didn't even get out and vote, period. And then some of us voted for these other liberals and independents, liberals and independents and stuff. And, like and Johnson? I, yeah, and I kept telling folks, you don't, if you don't vote for Hillary... That gives Donald vote two votes. I mean, on Donald Trump two votes because for one, somebody's going to vote for a liberal or one of the other Green Party candidates, right? And somebody's not going to vote at all. That's another vote for him also. So instead of acting a fool now, we should act a fool at the polls and got out and voted. Period. Point blank. Well, you know, man, like most black people feel like, damn if I do, damn if I don't. True. My vote don't count. I don't like Trump, but Hillary, I, I don't have faith for her. So, so y'all y'all waiting on Bernie Sanders? That's who should have won, my honest opinion. But hey, who am I? You know. So let me let me ask y'all this: since y'all in the barbershop business, is politics off off topic in the barbershop? Supposed to be. Supposed to be workplace politics, religion. You don't want to talk about. You don't want to talk about politics at the barbershop, but we do. <laughs> right, we do. We I do. Mean, Religion, politics, you ain't supposed to talk about the barbershop, but we do. You ain't supposed to talk about your relationship in the barbershop, but we do. The barbershop is the beacon and the home front of all the gossip and breaking news in your city, 
in your state and around the world. That's, that's breaking news, the barbershops and beauty salon. So you're going to talk about it. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So when the inauguration was happening, I don't know if y'all noticed, but it's been viral on on, on uh, social media about uh, Obama's mannerism towards his wife compared to Trump towards his wife. I mean, well, you could really see where that was love. You know what I'm saying? If something was arranged, that's that's a difference. Hold on, because this scene right here it 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 basically shows everything. Like, but you don't see that black queen right there, though. Michelle it, Obama, look, it I don't love it, her. right. I love her. But, but the way you treat your lady is different the way you treat your side chick. True. You know what I'm saying? And Trump treat what, what's up? Oh, Ivanka. What's her Ivanya? name? Ivanya? I don't even. I don't even know her first well, name. So. I mean, you got Milani, Milani. You got to look at this here too. You got our president Barack Obama, and you can see the genuine love and compassion he has that he has towards his wife, and the materialistic side of things, including money, fame, fortune. He's not worried about that. He wants to keep a smile on his wife's face. That's the difference between what him and Michelle have compared to what Donald Trump and Ivanka got. And, and you can look at all Donald Trump is worried about is power. And money. Oh, yeah. I, I right. noticed that when he turned around during this section here, he turned around and told her to smile, and she did a fake smile and frown afterwards. Yeah, it, it was like he said, "Bitch, you better say some. Uh, you better smile, or I'm gonna go, I'm gonna send your ass overseas and over the damn uh, the you wall. Know, I'm bringing. Yeah. I'm, I'm bringing." I mean, but you know, Obama's he's on the way out. Well, he's gone now, but at that point, he knew right then and there, hey, it's our time to be up out of here because what he was looking at, he was looking at. The crowd and the turnout and the bitterness that everyone had towards this guy being elected as president compared to when he was there. Because, man, the entire world rejoiced when President Obama got elected the first time. Right. They rejoiced again when he got reelected. Exactly. And the world was in a better place. Now, since Donald Trump is in there, you can see the chaos starting to unfold because now he signed the executive order. To get a wall built, it's no goddamn way in hell you're gonna build a, a wall that's three thousand miles long, and you got terrain that's not even, not even attainable for the average for a person to walk on. You got rivers, and you got mountains, and you got exactly. all kind of stuff in this terrain. So how are you gonna build a wall that's gonna cost us sixteen billion dollars, and you got terrain you can't even build on? Oh, he want Mex- he want Mexico to pay for it, but he want to build a wall, but they transporting drugs underneath the uh, the ground, so. The wall is really pointless to me, in my eyes. Oh, in my bad. Not Ivanka. Uh, Ivanka is the daughter. What's the wife's name? Melania. 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 Yeah. My bad. My, my bad. You know, um, my bad. Yeah. But yeah, hell, shit. <laughs> he said he wanted his daughter, too. She wanted his daughter. I about to say the same thing. He, <laughs> he said if he wasn't married, he had sex yeah, with his daughter. He had sex with his daughter, hey, so shit, it is what it is. One of my partners said on Facebook, he said, the same passion we should have showed for the president votes at the poor polls, I mean the voting polls, we need to show the local. We, we, we uh, electing I'm not councilmen's even, and I'm not even going uh, entertain that right now because I agree that's, to that. that I, I agree. agree. I, I agree. I agree. It starts somewhere, but, but you got to start somewhere. But we also have to bring up people that want to be senators and that want to be uh, judges and everything. You can't name one homeboy you know that wanted to be a judge or a senator growing up. True. Not just that. Nobody knew the magnification of what that person did, other than he was responsible for putting <clears throat> my homeboy in jail or my cousin in jail. <clears throat> not just you know, that. You changed locally the, though. Locally. All these black yeah, folks, they, all they all they want to do is be in the limelight. 
They right. really don't want the job what they that they asking for. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Responsibility, man. Yeah. You got five, six people running for a mayor's race, but they splitting the votes. They splitting the votes. Black folks don't know who to fucking vote <laughs> right. for. So we need to come unit unified and fucking pick one goddamn black person. One good candidate. Dude. One good candidate and yeah. win. You know why that never happened here? Why? And I'm finna be honest with you. Arrogance. Ego. Mm-hmm. And we always got this mentality like I'm better than somebody else. Than him. Yeah. He gonna have a mentality. He's I, better than yeah. him. Yeah. 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 He better than <sighs> him. And that's the mentality that we have always had. And it, it, it goes back to, you know, the old boss days on you know on the, on on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the boss will pull one nigga to the side. <laughs> what he done, boy? This will get you in the house. Well, master, he did this. Yeah. Master, and he, he, and he did. gonna he gonna let it unfold. Right. So you know you got you know you got folks here, and I know I, I know someone here that can win. But can we get these other people to sit their asses down and understand you are not the candidate that we are choosing to win this mayor election? You don't. So, you are not that person. But but the problem that we have. And and you know I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm gonna say the truth. You got the average person that's and and, and, and I I'm, I'm it pisses me off at the people that run for office. You got white folks around here that sit here and, and will grab somebody out of that community. He go a check for five thousand dollars. I want you to run for council. Now you got these people that ain't never seen five thousand dollars in, in their life all at one time. In their life, so that's yeah. big money to them. All right, you got another person that they might give $10,000 to run for mayor and split the vote. That ain't never seen $10,000 in their life. It happens. They going to sit up here and argue and say that it don't happen, but trust me, I know it happened. I done been in that room when it didn't happen. But it's like I had to tell somebody one time, you can't pay me five or $10,000 to run because I, I see five or $10,000 like it ain't shit on a weekly basis. Right, right now I see that. You can't give me that type of money. Give me some money I ain't never seen. And the type of money that you need to give me is 500000 or above. That's money I ain't never seen. I done seen 100000 I done seen 200000 You got to give me some serious money to get out here and sell my soul. And, exactly. I, and I ain't going to sell it then unless I know I got a guaranteed shot to win it. Right. And I'm just being real. But see, we sell ourselves short behind pennies. Pennies. I don't want yeah. pennies. I want Hundred dollar bills. I want Ben Franks. Blue faces. Yeah, that's what I want, and that's what and that's the mentality that we all should have when we get into whatever. But when it comes down to the politics, man, you'd be surprised at how people sell their souls behind pennies because five thousand dollars. I pissed that in a week, and I'm just being for real. I feel. feel We've done it before. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being for real. <laughs> Easily, income tax change. Yeah, you, and, and, and it's sad that we put ourselves in that position, but that's the mentality that we got, man. We to be bought, yeah, so easily for we, less. I think, if I'm not mistaken, we are sixty-three or sixty-four percent of the vote in Rapids Parish. Black. Yes, we are. Rapids Parish, sixty-seven. Matter of fact, see, as a young black man, I ain't supposed to know that, right? And it pisses off certain people around here. When you tell them, when, when you tell them the numbers, because they and don't that's want just to know that. We still that's got registered. people that we got that's not registered. unregistered, right. unregistered. Now, yeah, it's a lot. And, and, and I'm telling you, and man, it's a lot of felony that uh, ex cons that think they can't vote, but they can. They really a lot can. of yeah. a lot of us that are felons don't understand. I'm one. I'm one. I'm a convicted felon, 
And when you say the word convicted felon around certain folks, all the damn everybody get all uptight. Everybody get uptight and everybody yep. get scared. But I'm not a murderer. I'm not a rapist. I'm not a bank robber. I'm not a burglar. I'm not. I'm. I'm none of that. I got convicted of selling dope, drugs. I'm making money. I ain't out here stealing from nobody. But the thing about it, I got railroaded and I got thrown under the bus, and they tried to throw me away. But by the grace of God and the people that I knew, and I had to spend a bunch of money. Hmm. I was able to. I was able to overcome that. But I did my homework and my research. My first time being in trouble, I'm entitled to a first offender's pardon. Mm-hmm. No matter how much time I've done. If I've done 10 years or 20 years, I'm still a first-time felon. After I get out of jail and I complete my probation or parole, I'm eligible to get my voting rights back. back. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to understand and realize that are felons. If you ain't been in trouble but one time, all you got to do is go over to probation or parole and tell them you're going to get your voting rights reinstated. What they're going to do is give you a letter giving you your first offender's pardon. You take it down to the voter's registration office, get yourself re-registered to vote, and in three days they're going to send you a card saying you are now able and registered to vote in the state of Louisiana for all elections, local and state and nationwide. And that's a wrap. It's that simple, and it don't cost you nothing. But you'd be surprised how many young black men are, I ain't going to say young black men, but black people don't even know that, though. They know not because we live on Facebook, we live on this webcast, they know not. Give it your probation and parole officer. I did it. As soon as I came off paper, I did it. Took him my paper saying, hey, I'm through with, I'm through with my probation and parole. Went to the, to, I went down to the registrar's office, showed him my piece of paper, filled out my voter registration card, and in three days they sent me a letter to my house saying I was registered to vote again. That's all, all it takes. That's all it takes. That's yeah. all it takes. Man, man, look, having your vote It's just paperwork. That's That's... Black folks don't want to do no damn paperwork. You don't want to read. You don't want to read. We don't want to read. You got to read, man. You got to do your homework. It's a lot of things that they don't know that felons are entitled to. You just got to do your homework and read. That's all. Yeah. But anyway, once you talking about, you know, the slavery time. Now, let's jump into what I really want to talk about. (laughs) Steve Harvey and Chrisette Michelle had a meeting with Mr. Donald Trump. Oh, and ever since hit the bottle, hit the bottle. <laughs> ever since they met Mr. Donald Trump, they have been criticized, criticized, out slandered, out slandered. They wanted to take the black card from Steve Harvey. That D, his homeboy D.L. Hewley has went out and said he ain't nothing but a coon and, and all that shit. But is their reputation messed up? Right now. <laughs> go ahead, you go first on that now, mind you, I want you to know, Chrisette Michelle was paid one hundred and seventy-five thousand. No, it was more than that. Seven fifty. Nobody knows, but it's rumored. It's rumored that she was paid a lot of money to sing. She got paid. You know, you got rumors ranging from one hundred seventy-five thousand to seven hundred fifty thousand. But understand, as an entertainer, for that magnitude of an event, and you got all of these multi-billionaires that are around. $175,000 is pennies. Right. Pennies. And this is what I'm telling y'all. Pennies. $175,000, you come to me right now, that ain't pennies to me. So you saying she should have said no? Yeah. 
Yes, you should have said no to one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. So what? It was seven fifty. Seven fifty. Shit, I get up there and sing my. I'm about to fuck everything up because they about to get this Negro national anthem. Live with every boy. I'm taking they gonna get it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna sing something. You gonna dance with it? You gonna do a tap dance and everything? Uh-huh. Seven fifty thousand, but listen to what I'm saying though. Listen to what I'm saying. They paid me and gave me this 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 platform to tell you something. Everybody's watching. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I want to tell you. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I want to tell. They're gonna have to come. To. They're Man. gonna have to come and get me off that stage. <laughs> I guess it got its ups and downs with it, in my in my opinion. You know? Do y'all think she lost fans because of this? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Steve Harvey she lost did. fans. He lost, lost fans. fans. She lost Everybody fans. Everybody lost fans. Yeah. He might not even be on Family Feud no more. Think about it. Boy, stop. <laughs> think, no, bro, no. Look, think about it. Steve Harvey got his own morning show. Right. He on Family Feud. He got his own talk show. But he he back he on his universe. He, he back on his universe. He write books. So what way can we reach out to the black community other than that? You know what I'm saying? He's he's big in the uh, black community. Okay. So why not? This, so so why not reach let me out to let him, me ask y'all. Let me let me, let me let me ask y'all this. Okay, he came out and said he responded to the backlash. Yeah. Yeah. So they is exactly that's what I was about to say. He's saying he met with the president because Obama told him to. That's what he said. That. I don't believe that. Shit. I mean, he said uh, Obama called him and said, uh, "We need we we need to come together, unify. We need you in in the uh, uh, hood foundation with the goddamn doctor that don't even make sense to be a goddamn." Right. I, got got, a got I got a question. I got a question. I got a question there. You gotta know. You gotta know what he's trying to do. I got a question though. You know what I'm saying? He if that, if that is true, if that is true, and. Trump reached out to him just like he reached out to Snoop and all these other people. Why didn't you reach out to Obama? He did. He did. He did. He reached out to Obama to have to sit down. Oh, he told Obama, man, I'm getting in touch with you more often. To see, I did, did reach out to Obama like, and he did help out with, him, with his campaign. What should I do? My problem with, with some things. My problem with Steve Harvey. I'm gonna tell you like this. My problem with Steve Harvey meeting with him. My problem with Martin Luther King III meeting with him was this. You met with this guy on on National Nigga Day, Martin Luther King's <laughs> birthday. Oh, this, let me say this, and this is the same day Donald Trump canceled his appearance at Martin Luther King parades. Yeah, in Washington D.C. Yeah, now understand this here: you meet with Martin Luther King's son on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. All right, understand the the timing and the perception of these meetings. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King's son <laughs> has never, as far as I know, missed Martin Luther King. Martin birthday. Luther King, his dad's birthday in Atlanta, where they had the same celebration with all of your, all of your black civil rights leaders from throughout the entire nation that be at that church in Atlanta, year in year. That is the biggest celebration. Period. He never missed it. Donald Trump get him to come. To Trump Tower, New York, on his daddy's birthday. Now, Steve Harvey met with him also. Now, understand the two, the, these two positions. When Martin Luther King III speak, everybody that's black in the civil rights movement, my age, your age, we listen. Right. right. Steve Harvey also is a powerful black man. Mm-hmm. As you say, that's on NBC, on on Fox, or whatever. Well, he ABC, everywhere, hell. He everywhere. Fuse, got his own talk show, got his own clothing line. 
got his own radio show. But his audience is black women. So if Donald Trump can get Martin Luther King III to come and meet with him on his daddy's birthday, if he can get Steve Harvey to come and meet with him on Martin Luther King Day, and we know women follow Steve Harvey, what do you think Donald Trump is trying to do? He's trying to get the black woman to follow him. Right. You, do, do you see it? Yeah. The reason you reached out to Snoop yeah. and all that, you try to cover every area yeah. in a black community. Yeah. Nah. Did Snoop fall for it? No. Mm -hmm. Hell no. No. Neither did T.I. Did T.I. fall for it? Hell no. Chuck D didn't start, uh, fall for it. None of those folks fall for it. But Steve, and, and I'm going to tell you something. This is real talk. He did. The reason why Steve Harvey fell for it, think about it. NBC. He got his... The yeah, we gonna one, cut you off. Number one talk show on there. We gonna cut you off. You over the Miss Universe passion hosting it now. You got to go. You got to go. You on Family Feud. Grabbing by the balls. You got to go. You, I got you by the balls now. You don't come meet with me. I'm for the. I'm for the cut your balls off. You gonna bleed everywhere and you ain't gonna have nothing. That's but, what you so, call selling yourself to the devil. But right? do you think that he's covering himself to keep a job? Yes, I think. Why not? So why why are we mad at him? I'm, well, the thing about it, I'm, I'm mad not, at the time. I'm not mad at you, you him. Know, I'm, I'm mad at the time. He could have chosen. So you're not mad at him the fact that he met with. I'm, I'm mad at the timing because he could have did it on another day. Yeah, not right. on that day. Yeah, Martin Luther King day. the third exactly. did it on another day. I, not I feel you on, on that part. birthday. I feel you on that part. You could have had a meeting with him and couldn't nobody ever know about it. But Donald Trump picked Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Man, this is the big, this is a world, this is a, I mean, it's damn near worldwide, but it's nationwide. It's nationwide. In the United States. And you still got folks that don't believe in celebrating that day. True. True. This is why I got Alabama, a problem. Alabama, Mississippi is one of those, that's two of those states that don't believe in doing it. This is why I got a problem with it. Steve Harvey was broke at one point in time, was he not? Yes, he was. He All lived right. in his car. You know the difference between a, a man that's been born rich and that goes broke and a man that's been, uh, that was born poor and becomes rich? Usually that person stays the same throughout if they're born poor and become rich because I've already been at the bottom. If I made it, there, if I made it up from that, I can make it again. That's how I feel like you sell yourself short. If you was already born rich, then I'd expect that from you because you can't. When somebody takes something from you, you'll shatter. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been you you've never gone without. For the fact that you you was born in this nation without, and now that you have something that's so valuable to you, to you will sell out your community. That's just, I don't believe in that. I feel you on that, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, people always, you know, we're always trying to climb the, we're, we're always trying to climb the ladder. And in certain ways, you climb the ladder. Right. You can climb that ladder one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And some people have an escalator. Yeah. And some people got that escalator or that <laughs> rope that helped pull them up. Right. Mm -hmm. Steve Harvey had a rope that pulled him up, but that rope is still holding him up. Cut that rope. What he's gonna do? He's gonna fall. All right. So you think he want his rope cut? No. Nope. I mean, I, mean I, and I understand. It that. was a white couple that helped him get started, though. Yeah, that's true. They, they, they brought him into the house. They, they brought him in. That's true. But you look at all. You you look at what's going on. You got to look at the magnitude, and you got to look at the bigger picture. of What's really going on, Steve? I mean, it's hard. The last person black. It's only been two successful black people. We're really three successful successful black people. On NBC, and the first one was Richard Pryor. True. Okay. Second one was Bill Cosby. Okay. The third was who? <laughs> Steve Harvey. All Steve Harvey. Oprah went. Oh, okay. yeah. Oprah left NBC and had her own network. Why Steve Harvey ain't on 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 on? on. Tyler Perry's over there. Oprah, but why Steve Harvey not on there? You can't count Oprah. Money, That's a good man. question. She got long. And I, and I, I didn't think not, about and, that. And, and I'm not dogging Steve Harvey, but see, man, y'all got to look at the bigger. 
picture. I'm not dogging Steve Harvey. I like Steve Harvey. I love him. But it's just certain things that I see and people are going to really start looking back and seeing what I'm talking about because I know I'm not the only person that sees this. Right. It's only been three other people that's been successful on NBC and they all left. And you got to really think about it. Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, Oprah Winfrey. Bill Cosby wanted to buy NBC. Is it what they did to him? Now, understand this. Look at Donald Trump. You look at Donald Trump in The Apprentice. The Apprentice was the hottest TV show that they had. Mm -hmm. And Donald Trump owned it. He owned The Apprentice. And he was about to get ready to buy into NBC. But when Donald Trump started running for president, started saying all that stuff, what did NBC do to him? They cut him out. They cut him out. They took The Apprentice off. They took the, the pageant off. Now that he's president, he don't want to deal with NBC. He don't want to deal with CNN. The only news station he want to deal with is Fox. Fox. Do you believe Fox is uh, racist? Hell yeah. Without a doubt. Because Donald Trump and Fox speak their mind from Republican views only. Only. Even even when when, uh, President Barack Obama was in office, Fox News addressed him as Barack Obama. Never. Never President Obama. CNN addressed him as President Obama. NBC. President Obama. They put it in our face, man. We just got to take heed to it. Yeah, but they're going to address Donald Trump as Mr. Pres- President. Mr. President, you sure right? Or President, President Donald Obama, Trump. Or President Donald you sure J. Right? Trump. You but sure we already right? knew this yeah. now. Come on now. Yeah. We already knew Fox was, was, was a racer channel. Come yeah, on. man. You know, let's, let's be real. That's what we're entitled to, though. I mean, you know, we're all entitled to whatever, but when you got that much money, you got that much power, you're entitled to do whatever But you the thing want. that hurts me most about Fox you you may not like black people, whatever, but you got empire that's bringing you a lot of fucking money. A lot of money. If, right. and, and the thing about it, if I was empire, and the I would move empire, my I, ass I, to I, NBC I, or something. I, I wouldn't move to NBC. Where you go? I'm on. Go, I'm going to own. True. On. I go to own or go to BT. Centric. I'm going to own the BT because think about it. You are making these people filthy rich. Rich. Yeah. You are Them making them filthy the rich. Roof. Stupid Making ratings. them filthy rich. Go to Showtime, HBO. Showtime, HBO. You know, I I, I, I give 50 cents props. 50 cents say he, he'll never come to you no know, People went, people start buying direct and dish for, just to watch Power. Just to watch Power. <laughs> you know, for real. Look at Floyd Mayweather with Showtime. He left HBO to go to Showtime. Holler at me for them seasons of Power. I got them, you hear me? <laughs> got the fire stick on dick. The fire stick? <laughs> I mean, you know, we got to start putting ourselves in positions where we are controlling our own dollars. We got to put out. We got to put ourselves in a position, but we can't put ourselves in a position to where we're letting these people with that much money dictate to us what we can so, and cannot do. Why you think? What? What the boy name? Um, Dave Chappelle. Why you think he left? Um, fit turned down fifty um, million. Huh? Fifty million. They wanted him to, to sell do out. what they wanted him to mm-hmm. sell out. And Dave Chappelle had been doing what he wanted to do, and, and it's doing been it working. His way, and it's been working. They wanted Dave Chappelle to dress up like a woman to put a dress on. He said, hell no. They wanted to kill him. Man, look how many black actors, great actors that put dress on. It make you wonder. Jamie Foxx. Martin Lawrence. Will Smith. Will Smith's first movie, he was, he was a faggot. Yeah. No, no offense to, hom- to uh, homosexuals. I don't judge them. But for to make money, I'm not about to put no dress on to make money. I'm, I'm not going to kiss a man to make money. I look I'm, at... I can't do it. Right, you could be... Dying, you need CPR. If you're a man, I'm uh, <laughs> you gonna let the man die. I'm about to tell over there. Please, Lord, don't let me die in front of this you know dude. <laughs> hey, look, I have homosexuals coming to shop. I cut their hair. 
I don't. I treat him the same way as a regular man. man. They a regular customer. You got. You got. They a man at first. I, I don't look at them as homosexual. I look at them. As, I look at them as as men. As a man, yeah. I look at women as women. I don't look at you as a homosexual faggot. None of that. Because at the end of the day, my job in that barbershop is, is to cut hair and give you a service. Right. And my service is gonna be one. Of the, you know, I'm trying to give you the best service I can, so you can come back the next week. I don't, man. I don't judge nobody. Nobody. You can't. Nobody. You can't. And when you start judging people, and I in, in our profession, you start judging people, you ain't gonna make no money. Hmm. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to y'all uh, discussion in a minute. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Ti responded to Steve Harvey and basically just told him he he was a coon and everything else. And black folks don't see what Trump is doing is he's splitting black folks up, right? And that's exactly what he's doing. But hmm. why black folks don't really just see it? Like, are we blinded? You got it. Are we are we blind? To, it's to, it's to, not even to, the fact that we blind. We don't believe we could change it. We why not? Wo- we haven't we haven't woke up because we're yet. not together. We haven't woke up yet. True fact. We're not together. So we're how together. are we going to get together? We we we're not even trying <laughs> to get together. Early. I said it earlier. Egos and pride, man. Yeah. If we don't put the egos and the pride to the side and understand, but see, you know it, why it, it, go we, back, it's, it, it goes back to slavery. It goes back it to goes slavery. Back to it goes back to slavery. But we don't. We don't. Yeah. But we not in slavery years. But we got sold. But you got to think about it. We got sold by our own people. And understand, bro. We talk, hey, man, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. This is man. This is strange. We talked about this at the shop. Yeah, man. In Speak Africa, on. you got all of these. You ever notice somebody Africa? You got North Africa. Uh huh. You South, got South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. South Africa is more. It's more urbanized and city, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and, and it's modern. Yeah. North Africa, the Congo, the real jungle. <laughs> right. That's a project. <laughs> hey man, you got folks that ain't never seen, ain't never seen a vehicle. They right. are that deep in the jungle. You got, you still got real African tribes. And when you look at when slavery started, those real African tribes, you know, were in, were in the center of Africa, within the, they were in the interior of Africa. The people that got sold were the folks outside by the beaches and on mm-hmm. the coast. So when the white man came up and they seen how dominant that the black man was and they didn't need guns, to, you know, to, to, to conquer, Africa was ruled and conquered by blacks. Exactly. And understand, man, if you read your Bible, it tells you about, man. It tells man, you everything. The history of the world where everything started is in right Africa. there in Africa. The Garden of Eden is in Africa. Has it ever been found? The whole no. Holy Bible. No, the only thing that the good yeah, Lord left, left, left for us to fi- try to figure out here that we see to this day are the pyramids, yeah. which are in Egypt, that's in Africa, and Stonehenge. That's it. And we ain't figured that out yet. How did they build those pyramids? How did those stones get get put up like that? Laid and you got these big concrete pillars right. laid there, hmm. and you got stuff sitting on top, and another big pillar sitting on top. We have no cranes, <laughs> no nothing. You had crafts and all them over there. Nothing. So you got to understand where it all goes back to, man. We got so man, man, we we've been selling ourselves out since the beginning of the time, and when we got selling brought into slavery. Short. When we got brought into slavery, it just worse. It, you know, the situation became worse because when you got a house where you go lay your head in and have clean drinking water and good food to eat, compared to laying out in the fields and laying out in the outhouse, morale. You know, killing the morale of the you person. You gonna do anything it takes to get inside that house to get the next to get the next nigga up out of there, and right. that's exactly what we've been doing our entire, entire life. lives. That's the way it is. From generation to generation, to where we at right now. 
Yeah. And we'll never get we, we'll never get done with it because we got too much pride, too much ego thinking that I can't stand what this nigga doing because I, I can't stand I, what this nigga got. That too. That too. And it's just a God honest truth. It's just a modern I'm I'm, I'm gonna say a, a new era with an inch theory. So y'all you take don't... the old with an inch, they just reworded did the type of way. Right. Like you can't get this because your credit score. Or you can't you can't do this because of, of whatever. You know what I'm saying? They stopping. They they trying to stop our black people from doing great things, but yeah. they taking you know how our ideas and everything business? else. You know though. how hard it is to get a business loan? Hmm. Hmm. I've been trying. Oh yeah, hello, <laughs> hello. You talking to two black entrepreneurs <laughs> over here? Every time I go sit down to the bank, they tell me my credit score need to be this. I get my credit score to it. They tell me it need to be that, and then I need to I need to pay this off and pay mm-hmm. that off. Pay. So you so so your debt ratio. Or oh, they want you to up. put up something you do own. Yeah. No, but look though, no, check this out. I I'm, I'm I'm not gonna say the bank name. I went to the bank trying to get a business loan. You know what I'm saying? Trying to upgrade my shop. Everything they wanted, I had. But like he said, you got to do this. You got to come with something different. I'm like, man. But you look around town, ain't no black owned banks. None. 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 Not one. None. And we got black black uh, uh, accountants or whatever that they, 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 can, they, can, they can't establish that. But they're scared. They don't want to jump. You got to take that risk, man. You gotta well, take that risk, bro. I went and sat down to the bank. I showed them my tax returns, what I made, and I sat down and I explained to them why my credit messed up. Now, they didn't want to give me a business loan. My credit was messed up. They didn't want to give me a business loan. So I said, well, what if I go find me a, a car or a truck? Yeah, we can give you that. <laughs> you understand? You, or you a jewelry car. You want to know why they'll give me a loan for Be- a car or truck? Because that's, gonna, that's you owing the money. You're not going to make own, money. It, it don't hold no value. value. No, it don't, no it, it don't hold no value. If I go, I try to get, I try to apply for a house, and they told me I had to have this, 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 and this, and I did that. Paid this off, paid that off. Your credit score needed. I did that. They still wouldn't give me a house. Man, it's so hard. It's so hard. But the thing about it, I have a house. I mean, I'm in my house now, but I want to give me a better house. Right. Exactly. I right. went apply for different business, you know, for business loans, and I supposed to have this, and I did everything they told me to. But I can go get a car, or truck, because they know one thing. He going to pay for that car, that truck, because he got to get back and forth to work. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But it don't have no value. True. That business, it has value. I want to buy my building, but I can't get, I can't secure the money due to they saying I got to have this now. Mm-hmm. I got a store. Because I that building holds value. But you buy that car, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it, it loses about 5000 yeah. 2000 right there. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to buy that building, though. I'm going to buy that building. I promise you I'm going to buy that building. It I may want, not be this year. I want you to. I'm going to buy that building, though. But Everybody want to see you buy that building, bro. I get that building. I, I, if I get that building, I need one. And I hope somebody working at one of these banks listen to me. All I need you to do is give me a chance. I'm not going to miss a payment. If you need me to come up with 10 to 20% of what the building is worth, trust me, I got that. I just need a chance. And I hope somebody out here listening. I just need one chance. I got 10 20% to put down on that building, I promise. But I need a chance. That's all I need. It's, it's Banks hard. so crazy, bro. Uh, I went to a bank recently, right? <laughs> I had opened up an account with them when I started working offshore. Now, somehow, <laughs> I've never even received the, I've, I didn't even have a card to this account because I didn't want to spend the money I was putting in there. Right. So, somehow, it gets hacked or, you know, whatever. Money goes missing, blah, blah, blah. I called a lady. She said, okay, uh, 
we gonna handle this for you, blah, 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 blah. I end up going offshore for like six, seven weeks. Okay? Dumb. I come back. I was gonna talk to the lady. I wanna schedule my account. Oh, we sent you a paper in the mail. It was only gonna be signed in 10 days, and you now owe us 500 some dollars. How do I owe y'all 500 some dollars when I talk to this lady saying that I didn't, I didn't draft this money out? I don't even have a card for this. But you telling me I owe you $500 because you let the payment go through? You crazy. <laughs> the bank's something serious, bro. You crazy. The bank's something serious. The lady got mad at me, folded her arms in, and then she got more mad because I wasn't upset. <laughs> oh, well. I, I got my like, two, three income tax checks over here. Shout out to Miss Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we shooting up. our people. Go ahead. <laughs> she was black. But anyway, let's get over that. Yeah. Let, let's get to some yeah. laughter real quick. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> Sterling. Yes, sir. Ha. Ha. What is the funniest situation that happened in the barbershop? Uh-oh. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, what's up, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> what's the funniest thing to happen? Man, look, I'm going to tell y'all a story, bro. This has got, man, and please, bro, God bless the dead. My boy, Tannehill. Way back in the man, this was about maybe three years ago, man. My boy, I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all know Tanner. He uh-uh. used to come up and be walking, you know, walking around on boat on the boat in the boat street there, and he, you know, he was always drunk, always, you know, he was always drunk, but he would always want to come clean up and stuff. And Tanner here walked from the traffic circle down here to up on North MacArthur when I was up there next door to Speakeasy Tattoo Shop. And we thought he walked in some mud. He had he had shit all <laughs> his back. <laughs> and he walked in the shop and he was like, man, I need to do a little work. I said, what you got today, Tanner Hill? Man, I'll take the trash out, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah. You got, man, you got to know Tanner Hill. But I looked at him. I said, well, damn, man, don't you think you need to go home and take a bath? You got mud and stuff all over you, all over your clothes and stuff. And I got to looking at him real good. And then that's by that time Bill came in the shop and looked at him. He said, what's up, Tanner Hill? Man, what you fell out in the ditch? And then all of a sudden, man, this stench. <laughs> this stench hit us. Ooh. Man, he had shit it all over himself, man. <laughs> Bill shit hit, himself. Man, Bill hit the floor, falling out laughing. He was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Steele, and I just couldn't hold it. You know, I <laughs> drunk some coffee this morning. And, Ooh, it's right and, 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 and I tried to get in the bathroom and the door was locked and it just all came out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ain't that some shit? Oh, man, he came that's a shit he missed. I'm talking about he had the shop funky for about 45 Fucking Fucking booty little oh, boy. Just... And, and my boy did go, man. I, 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 I miss my boy. I ain't gonna lie, I miss my boy because he always brought some life to the shop. And I got some videos on my phone, man. Hey, y'all falling out laughing at this dude, man. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, that's what's up, you right know, there. man. Rest in heaven, you know, Tanner here. That one of the fun, funniest moments. That's one of the funniest moments. <laughs> one of the funniest moments. Moment. But we got a lot more, man. I mean, it's it been so much stuff that happened in the shop, man. Hey, I, man, I, I, I actually had a white boy come in the shop that was drunk. And I tried to, you know, I tried to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And it was one of them days, man, it just wasn't. You, you know how it is when you at the shop, it's just one of them days. Just you know one of them days. You wake up, shit ain't right. Get to work, shit ain't right. Shit ain't right, yep. And And this white boy coming in there drunk, and he had a condom in his hand. <laughs> and I looked, I'm like, well, man, what you doing with a condom in your hand? And he had a condom full of alcohol. He said, this is what I've been drinking my vodka out of. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a preacher 
I had a preacher sitting oh, in the shop, and he taking the condom, and he doing this, and he stretching it. I said, man, get your ass up. <laughs> don't you touch nothing. Don't, don't, don't he touch the door. Don't, don't do nothing. Just get up out of here. And by the time I told him to get out, he walked to the door, and he stopped me, turned around, and he say, fuck you, black motherfucker. <laughs> then he said, nigger. <laughs> Why did he say that? Oh, man. I come from around that station. And he had hit the door and took out running, but he walked through the parking lot just tried and stuff. And man, when I bust through that door, I was in full stride <laughs> running out. <laughs> and I went out in that parking lot and I whooped his <laughs> ass. Yeah, you supposed to, goddamn. I whooped his ass. Oh, I whooped his ass that day. Then he come back about three months later. Sterling, I just want to apologize to you, there, bro. I say, man, look, we good. <laughs> But don't come back here. Okay, you can't. You can't. I say, man, I got. I say, I say, I want you to look around you. I say, it got some cats back here, man. Want to tear your ass out the frame right now? I say, just go and walk up out the shop, and don't come back. He ain't been back since, but I got a feeling he gonna he come, come back. back. He coming back. <laughs> he coming back. Keep a lookout. Oh, so you, 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 can, you got some stories to top that? Oh, I can't top that. <laughs> God damn. I think man, my funny stories come from Smartest Barbershop, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, I, 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 I would get, I would assume so with oh, that, fast talking ass smiley. But hey, anyway, hey 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 hey, do this what? <laughs> man, look look hey, I think Smarty. Hey, I think I think Smarty to this day, bro. He hey, he taught me a lot. He taught me what not to do, you know. But no stories in that barbershop right there. Man, I can't even remember most of them, man. Damn. Yeah. Man, it's, 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 it, it, that went, it went down as smartest, bro. It went down, man. Man, you know, I, I worked, I worked in the house of style. You know, right, right before Mr. Emmett got real sick. That, shout and, out to um, my aunt. Yeah, man, my Mr. Emmett, you know, one of the first place I got my haircut, bro. That was my first. That was my first haircut. Mr. Green cut mine. Yeah, yeah. I called, I called Mr. Emmett, man. You know, at the end, you know, when he had got down sick, that's when I first started off in the apprenticeship program. And I thank him, and I thank Roland Sneed, man. That's my boy. You know, I thank you know Roland. You know, I thank him for giving me a shot, man, because Roland, Roland actually got mad at me. When I left, I about to say when you left, he, he was pissed be, off because I was, you know, I was I had just graduated college, but I was looking for some part time work. But I said, you know what, I need to try to get into the apprenticeship program and cut out, you know, just to see how it worked. And when I got into the shop, you know, you know, Roland was like, you know, it, it was rough at first. I ain't gonna lie, man. When you first starting off in the barber shop with minimum clientele, or no clientele, it's hard, and you got folks. You know, they're just sitting in, they're sitting there. You sitting in your chair, man. You need to cut. Nah, I'm gonna wait. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like when you sit in your chair, it's rough, bro. Like, oh, he must can't cut. Matter of fact, matter of fact, let's let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> y'all first haircut, y'all very first haircut, was it a good one or a bad one? <laughs> It was good. It, it was good, it was good to you or good to no, the customer? No, no, it was good. Period. I mean, it was good because. I already had a clientele. I, man, I used to cut out the house. I know. Like, and, and I, I remember. Had, and, and I had a clientele. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So once I got into the shop, it, it was just something different. Now, the first razor shave I did wasn't good. <laughs> oh, man. I ain't going to lie, boy. That was... What happened, sir? What happened, sir? That was a butcher show. I was scared, man. I was I'm going to let him tell this story. Then. I got mine. Because, because <laughs> I never used the straight razor. I was always, you know, using the clippers and stuff. And I looked at Roland. He was like, shit. Soap him up. <laughs> get, get that time yeah, hot, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? It is. And, and what you do, see, you just, just be careful, you know. Roland, I mean, and, and that was funny because he wanted to see if I could actually do it. And man, I'm talking about, I was nervous, and I was leaving patches, and the guy, 
That was like, man, you know how to use radio? I said, nah, not really, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, hey, but he man, let you do like, it, though? He let me do it. He had no talking. He had no choice. You don't have no choice. You don't have no choice. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, now that was, that was, the, that was the scariest experience that I, that I had, you know, with using the razor for the first time. But now, shit, using the razor, you know. It, Second it, nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can do it with my eyes closed now, you know, but. You know, we all have our moments in the shop still to this day where you don't give out the perfect cut, you know. And, and if any barber in here sitting up here and saying that they give out the perfect cut every time, they telling a lie. They're telling a lie. They're telling a lie because you're going to push somebody lying up back. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> you might not push it back as far as you used to, but you're going to push it back a little bit. You're going to. So gonna, since, since y'all businessmen and, and y'all got workers under y'all, what do y'all do when a customer be like, man, my hairline was here when I got here, but now it's back here. What do you do? Bruh. <laughs> Come back and see me next week. Bruh. What Bruh. happens? Bruh. Go ahead. Bruh. <laughs> you got to stay professional. You got to stay professional. You know what? You know, nine oh, times man. out of ten, if they not look get pushed up, pushed back like that, nine times out of ten, they come to see you. And then you be like, well, look, this guy open right here. You can say this, Chuck. <laughs> I, I promise you, he gonna get you. Hey, you gotta sell. You gotta sell your barbers, man. You know, so you gotta sell yourself, but you, you gotta sell your shop too, bro. Hey. And then they, they they won't be happy. Selling five percent of the chance, but hey, it's all right. Be like, man. Next time, look, I'm gonna pay for your cut. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Next time, I take care of you. Well, That's how I do it. I'm gonna tell you what happened one time because you know, man. See, I don't know if you ever had a barber that 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 was a butcher. You know what I'm saying? You ever had a barber that was a butcher? <laughs> Think about man, you it. You trying to call me out, man? Nah, you over this? Yeah, no. <laughs> I had a barber that was a butcher, and every head we put in the chair, he fucked it up. Ain't no getting getting around it. And ain't no getting around. Ain't it, no bro. getting around. He fucked it up. So and did you fire? No, he fired himself. <laughs> <laughs> He he sound like me. Yeah, you gonna you gonna fire yourself. I'm not gonna fire you. Gonna fire yourself. You gonna fire yourself. When you so, not making that money, you so do, want to. So, so do y'all fire? Do y'all fire, bro? What I said, you know, when he fucked up the man haircut, man come to me. Look, man, my head fucked up. I said, yeah, it is. <laughs> 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 he said, he said, I won't do that. I won't do that. I won't do that. I won't do that. I said, yeah, it is. So, so. He was like, well, shit, what you going to do about it? I said, shit, you can't do it. Let that shit grow back and come back and see me next week. You know what I mean? I'm just being for real. Man, look. look. Because there ain't no sense in me lying to you. Look. What can I do? Right. What can I do? What, what do you, other than, cut, other than cut your head bald, what do you want me to do? Because, like, my customer I'm not going to go in my pocket and give you your money back. You better go talk to the man that messed your head up and get right. your money back. No. Your money. But yeah. this is what made me mad about customers, though. When the barber give you the mirror and you look in the mirror, you be like, Okay, whatever. And you pay him. Now you had a choice. You had a choice. Man, look, I don't want to pay for this. This is not what I wanted. Then you looking at me like, man, this is bad business. No, you need to tell the man what you want and he need to fix it. Straight up. Yep. Yep. And, and don't look at me. You know, as, as the owner, man, you got a lot of responsibility. A lot of responsibility. And, and people man. like, they'll come in and, and be like, you know, who the owner? Shit, I'm just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm just sitting there, I'm just, just, just to see, cause I want to see what they got going on. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because you got, you know, we got a lot of people that come by want you, want you to buy shit. Mm -hmm. So when somebody come up to my, my speech, I don't say shit, and everybody be looking like, 
Like, all the, I'm, and oh, me, all they look at you like. Yeah, and I'll be like, that's the shop manager right there. You can talk to him. No one ain't here. That's me. That's what I say. The shop manager here. You can talk to him. And shout out to Coco. As soon as you talk to the shop manager, the shop manager say, shit, they going to own over there. You know what I'm saying? And he be like, oh, man, look, we trying to, not today, cuz. You know what I mean? It's a lot, man, it's a lot of responsibility on us. And if something go wrong, as the owner, you got to step up. Because you're going to have confrontations in the shop. You know, right, some of them going to be peaceful. Some of them going to. Gonna get up there and you got to de-escalate the situation because the last thing you want at your place of business is a confrontation that gets physical. Oh yeah, so I, I was just about to ask. You don't has a that. has a physical fight ever started in your shop? Nah, not almost. Wait, I don't think Austin saying Austin. the same thing. I'm gonna let Austin speak on his behalf. I'm gonna speak on mine. Yeah, you had a fight, Austin. Uh, I, I I never had a fight in my shop. Not no love taps. Nah, I never. Nah, I never All had right. a fight in my shop. Yeah, somebody wrestling shop. But I got plenty of customers that they want to touch this dude. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I can't. That's look. That's on him. That was one of your workers. Yeah, it's one of my workers. But look, hey, I got his back because he my worker. I'm 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 back up for him. He in my shop. I'm look. If you get in the fight, I got his back. Even though he wrong. Even though he wrong, cause he yeah, he my worker. <laughs> Sterling with that don't agree with you. I'll make sure it don't even go that route. You know what I'm saying? Because some of the fact is, I want you to come back to the shop. Just, <laughs> just like, I, look, look, I'm, I'm, look, if you don't like this barber, try this barber right here. So If he don't get it right, give us a, Give us an example why they want to fight him. Well, you know, sometimes he, he went to the thing. Look, okay, prime example. College kid came from LC. <laughs> he told the dude, man, give me a line of table, trim me up. I don't know what this dude was on <laughs> or what he heard. <laughs> the dude cut his fro off. Ooh. <laughs> That's a fight. He cut he cut the fro off. He cut the fro. No, no wait, wait. How big of the fro? How big was he the fro? He probably was like, yeah, high. And yeah. he cut it off? No, you know the nappy cut. You know the nappy cut. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, when he turned in the mirror, he was like, man, this nigga didn't cut all my shit off. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. He's a Thundercat, too. So, look. With an LC fighter. Wildcat. He played basketball. He played football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh, ready yeah. to fight. The yeah. whole team about so, to come on. Oh, like, oh, damn. So, look. I was like, man, what's wrong? He was like, man, it, your, your boy didn't cut my shit off. I'm like, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. So, bro, just tell him, man, go in here, even it out, line me up. Tear me out, and I ain't gonna pay you. Just gonna tell him like that. So when the dude told him, and the barber was like, "Nah, you, you gonna pay me?" So I had to step in. I was like, "Man, the dude told you give you a line and tape and line me up, trim me up. Don't cut. He didn't tell you cut his out, cut his hair, off, whatever." So needless to say, I had to cut his hair. So you got you got another client? What you saying? Nah, I ain't gonna. He haven't been back. <laughs> <laughs> he haven't been back. Hey, I cut his hair fade. It's still him growing back. <laughs> That's what made me mad because I gave him a hell of a fade. I gave him a nice fade. But you know, but he, he, what he been, wanted, man. He didn't want that fade. You gotta let that grow back, man. He'll be probably working on that hey, for six months, bro. If you watch it right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just hey, it happens. It happens, bro. It happens. It happens. A lot of things happen. Okay, okay. The but like look. Let, let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. Oh, Sterling had a fight? You had a fight? Yeah, I whooped that white boy ass. That yeah, that was about it. That, that, yeah, that we know about that one. We know about that one. That was a Let me ask Sterling what that. You ever had a fight with your uh, workers? Nah, we didn't have our little. We didn't have our little confrontations. 
I I, I witnessed one with the, with the stir uh, with the Stillers that situation. Was the that was the day. <laughs> that was the day. Why you gotta bring the Stillers up, though, Bo? Why you gotta bring the Stillers up? Both of y'all Stillers fans, huh? So why you gotta bring it up? We'll we get back to that, but anyway. <laughs> we'll get still back. No, let's, right let's get on that right now. Let's get on that right now. No, I'm still sizzling right now. Ask me a question. <laughs> now, we ain't never had no no, no actual physical. No physical fight nah, inside but, the shop. But we didn't have our moments where, you know, everybody, you know, like, when you got a crowd in uh-huh. the shop pack and it's, and it's busy, 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 and attitudes flexing everywhere, we, mm. didn't, we didn't all had. Didn't exchange words with each other, but it ain't been nothing where we for the go go ahead and duke it out. It it ain't never been that. We might say something that piss each other off, and then you know we take a lunch break. Man, look at bro. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> you know, I apologize, and that's that. But that's what brothers do. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. That's what brothers do. If if I'm working with, with with some with some cats and it come to uh it come to a moment to where we fit to get physical, it's time for us to part ways. It's time for, because that's bad business. Exactly. It's bad business. It's man. bad business, but man, I'm the type of person. Man, look, if we ain't gonna swing, I'm gonna give you a chance, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to help you out. I'm all about helping the next man out, especially a brother. You know what I'm saying? A black man. But but, get, but you say but you saying you wouldn't help a white point, man out? It, it gets to that point where you can't help us out. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be like, <laughs> you gotta be like okay, you, know, you gotta it, go. But when it get to that point, that's when you need to call a shop me. Yeah, yeah, and you got the iron and out. And when we call a meeting, I tell I tell everybody we hadn't had a meeting in my at my spot in a minute. But last meeting I called, I just felt the tension. Mm-hmm. So it's time to call a meeting because if it's something that I'm doing wrong, I want y'all to let me know because I'm gonna let you know what you're doing wrong. Yeah, call me out. Yeah. Call me out. Call, call me out. Let me know what I'm doing wrong because I can I'm, take. I'm, I'm, I can I'm, take I'm, it. I can fix my problem. But at the end of the day, I want you to understand everything. In that mailbox, that come in that mail, all them white envelopes that come in that mailbox. It's your name on. My name on. So guess what? I'm gonna have the attitude. Right. It, don't get mad. I'm gonna have the attitude, but don't come at me when it's time for the utility bill to get paid. When I got to put the rest of the money up on the rent that the booth rent don't cover. When the cable bill got to get paid. Yeah. When the pest control got to get paid. Yeah. When the lawn bill got to get paid. Yeah. And the insurance got to get paid. You understand what I'm saying? Damn, the insurance. Because I got insurance that covers everybody. Mm, damn. You understand mm. what I'm saying? So mm. if something happens, we cover. You a good man. Inside the building, outside the building, we cover. Anything that happens. So if you don't like the rules that are in place, and I ain't got number two rules, come to work on time and take care of your people. Third rule, my bad. Be professional. That's it. That's it. That's all I have. So, so my shop opened up at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. My workers probably won't get there till nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. I know you probably opened up probably around that time too. Open up at nine. Open up at nine. So your workers gotta be there at nine o'clock. That's on them. See, I feel the same way. I provide you the building. Mm-hmm. I put you the station in in my book building. Book your own appointments, huh? You book your own appointments. You, if you want to take walk in, that's on you. Me, if you leave, it's still in my name. I gotta be here. So if I gotta be working from five a.m. to ten p.m., I gotta do it. But if you want to be like, man, look, I got a fifteen minute break, twenty minute break right here. I'm gonna go run and do this right here, or I ain't. I don't want to take no walk in because I want to do appointments. I can't trip on that. 
That's how you pay your booth rent. That's how you pay your bills. Okay, fine. I'm not about to force you to be at work. You're your own man. You know what I'm saying? Your own hustle. You got hey, you're a grinder, you're a hustler, you're gonna make sure you eat. Man, there's a lot of people that don't have that by any means in them, son. Right. Because you like want it, man. Because there's like, a lot of people like because that. like you be like and what kills me, man. I know one off the top of my head, but anyway. What kills me hmm. with this with this with this with the business I'm in, me and Sterling in, if you're an owner of a barbershop, the the workers look at you be like, Man, why we don't got why we don't got this, why we don't got that, or why people ain't coming in. I'm gonna market myself. I'm gonna market the shop. It's up to you to, to put them in, in your book. You know what I'm saying? If you can't put them in your book, that's on you. And when they see me on the street, I'm going to give them my number, how you book up for me, and I'm going to make sure they be in my book. And when you see them in the shop in my chair, that's on you. <laughs> man, you that's know on you. Real that? talk. Look, Chris, man, look, I, I tell people all the time, put yourself in a position. If you're in the barber game, if you're starting out, you have to put yourself in a position to be where I'm at. Right, it don't happen overnight. It took me eight years to get where I'm at right now. I work appointment only. I, I know, I know, sir. I use the app <laughs> called Booksy. He came to see me. He All set he me up. Me. He, he set, 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 set me up. He the only person that really people been man. What's the app? Did this show me how to do it? This the only person that came. He comes and stood near the shop and said, "Yeah, man, I need you to show me how to set the app up." Came by the shop. I'm in the middle of cutting out, and I'm showing him how to set it all up. He been on it since. Bro, that's the best to get getting an app, whether it's books and schedulosity or style C. Style C. That's the best thing going for you because it keeps you organized. It lets you know how much money you're gonna make. But guess what? At the end, but this is what's really good. It makes you work harder because if you got your appointment set at a certain time, you want to provide that customer with that time. With that a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. that's how you make your money. Because when people see that they can come in, get in the chair, get out, come back, and, and, and you got people that will book you every week on the same day at the same time. You sure right, boy. Clockwork. You sure right. That's all they want. Your availability. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency. yeah that's what and, and I tell people all the time, it's not about being. It's not about really. being the best barber. It's about being the most available and the most, most consistent. consistent. Most yep. Because you can give out the best haircut. In the but world. if it can't nobody catch but up man, with you, if you have bad customer service, you gonna be the. I worst ain't coming person. back to your shop. I'm telling you, right? And people don't understand that. It got cat, man. You don't do design, do this, this, and that. I'm gonna give you a prime example of a good haircut compared to being available. And I want to have to do. I, I done seen some killer designs, and I know they take. I know these are hour cuts, hour and a half cuts, and you are gonna get paid forty, fifty dollars in an hour and a half. Am I lying? Watch this. While you cutting that one head for $50 in an hour and a half doing all those designs, in an hour and a half on my schedule, I done made 120 Want to know why? Because I'm getting them in and out. I ain't got time to do designs. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a clean-ass tape, I'm going to give you a clean-ass ball fade, I'm going to give you a clean-ass trim up, a head jump. If you got, if you got that little... What they call that shit with the sponge and uh, <laughs> nappy cut. Yeah, the nappy mm-hmm. cut. Rich homie corn. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm finna do all that. Yeah, real And time. it don't take long. No. It don't take long. So while you sitting there digging in somebody's head for an hour and a half for $50, I done made 120 True. Because guess what? I'm going to get tipped. True. Yeah, you are. I'm going to get tipped. Like I might charge $25 for a cup. This person might pay me 30 or $30, $40 because I done got them in and out. 
Like Chico had asked me before we started recording, whatever on online. He was like, "Man, I hear you get to the shop on Saturdays at six o'clock in the morning." Yeah, I do. By the time my barbers come, my workers, man, they made me a hundred and twenty, a hundred twenty-five, or whatever. Man, the early, the early bird get the worm, man. Bro, Look, people, I can't, I can't, I can't base my, I can't Chico base my. He can't get up that damn ready for no damn haircut. I anyway. can't, I can't base my money on my on my workers because. They only pay a certain amount a week, right? You know what I'm saying. I still got an overhead plus that my bills at home. You know, what I'm saying? I got a little girl. I got to provide. You for provide for, yeah. You know what I'm saying. And my mama come, I ask me for money. I gotta get for that too. You know what I'm saying. That's that's just what you gotta do. You got you gotta be a man. All right, man. I got my people checking in, man. A couple of my customers, people that come to the shop, man. Big shout out to my boy Bash out there in Dallas. Big cowboy fan. Yeah. Billy Brass. Sorry about that. Sorry about the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if Old any Cowboys fans listening in right now, we saw. I'm a Stittles fan, but you know, so we both at home. Peter Lloyd. Okay, got, man. Boy, hey, man. I got a, quite a few people to check in. My boy T Wells. They bet everybody checked in, man. We just trying to, you know, get y'all some knowledge. Like, even got my boy Rick out there. Hey, man, look, I got this white boy named Rick. He cold with them dogs, man. English Bulldogs, the Bullet Breed. He out there in Mississippi. Tell him we advertise. Man, this boy, he'll come see me. He come see me once a month out of Mississippi to come get a haircut. Tell him we advertise for the Bulldogs. Oh, man. yeah. We're going hey, to get you, uh, we gonna get you set up, Rick. What's up, Bean Brown? Even my son checking in with me. Hey, man, real quick, real quick, real quick. Super Bowl picks, who you got? ATL. ATL, ATL, New England. Yeah. <laughs> that guy be the only thing that go for New England. Let me tell y'all why, man. Okay. Tom Brady hey. in a seventeen-year career has never lost to the Falcons. I'm holler. <laughs> right, no, but, but look though, but look though, seventeen years. He never, he he never played a, a ATL team like this right so here. So Bill Belichick gonna use to a second-year head coach. What Bill Belichick do? Take away your best receiver. Win. Matt Ryan used all his receivers. Okay. I'm going to say one thing. Right. I'm going to leave it alone. And this man has how many undrafted uh, hey. How many undrafted agents on this free, on this starting defense? Oh. I'm going <laughs> to say one thing, and I'm going to leave that alone. That held Antonio Brown? Okay. Hey, I'm a big Alabama fan, and I think Nick Saban is the greatest coach in college football history. I can't believe you but just said that, But the bully can't be bullied. You right. He, and I'll leave he it got right. a whole but, Southern and you know University what they got head on and say he's going a big Alabama fan. I can't believe you just I got, said I got that, a question, though. Hey, you know what Nick, you know Nick, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick no, got in man, common? No. A bunch of championships. You got to be LSU. What else? LSU. What else, nah, he ain't what else they got in common? Who? They was both under the staff of Bill Parcell. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You a Ravens fan. You won't be talking about the Patriots. How can you talk about the Patriots? You a Ravens fan. Look, man, I just call it like it is, goddammit. My name's Spade. 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 My name's Spade. Anyway, you know this goddamn Super Bowl shit. Yes, I'm upset that the Ravens out. Yes, I'm upset that the Steelers beat us. But look, it happens. Shit happens, man. You sure right. What's up, Chris? Man, I got some workers in. One more question about barbershop etiquette. Barbershop etiquette. Go ahead and leave the charge, y'all. I ain't been to the barbershop in a minute, Dreadhead. Can women come in there and talk about men? No, not my shop. Yes, they can. Well, wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. wait I, we got a split right here. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, I can't say no. It's it's equal. It's equal. If you go this shop talk about men, when we start getting your ass, <laughs> don't get your fucking feelings. I'm, I'm her son ain't gonna never come back. And, and that's how I feel. That's right. how you feel. That, that's how I feel. Right. Because, for real. Yeah. Bro, we got man, we got a lot of women that bring their kids in the shop, and I got women that come get their hair cut. You know, young yeah, I know, yeah. And and we like having conversation. Period. 
And the conversation can go from right to left and from left to right at any given time. And the reason why I like to sit there and talk to women about, they, they can talk about us because they quickly say, well, Y'all niggas ain't shit. All men are the same. This, 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 that, that, that. No, all men are not, not the, same, the same. Just like all women are not the same. I'm going to give you a prime example. So y'all got to excuse my language on this shit, but I'm about to get real. Get it real. Let's hey, go. That's what I want. Hey, I'm coming right behind you. I'm coming right behind you. I'm coming right behind you. Those are reality. Now watch this. This is going to get real. When it come down to women, you know, all men not the same. I'll tell you what, 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 what's different from me, you, you, and, you know, from, from all of us sitting right here. I'm dark skin. Yeah. He brown. He <laughs> yellow. He in between. <laughs> you ain't as black as me, bro. You're right. okay, you can look closer to freedom than me. Yeah, you're not as black as me. No, Chris was in the house, though. Now, watch this here. I'm in the house. I'm a house nigga. I'm a house nigga. Now, watch this here. He a lover. Probably real, you know, sensitive when it comes to stuff. Goddamn right, ladies. Holla at your boy, Chico. That's, you know, that's a nuke right there. I know. Here, here, Capo. Here, Capo. We, we in it then. Austin. Austin. <laughs> he turned <laughs> the Hey, this is the Velvet Teddy Bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Velvet Teddy Bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Look, we in season right now. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no winter here. <laughs> ain't that cold outside, nigga. Sometimes. <laughs> right here, right here, here, here we got the young Thundercat. He could have run up in like him. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, bam, 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 bam. You know, that's all, all day. Is. All day long. Me. That's my pleasure. You know, you know me, I'm the old mutt that sit on the porch. You know what I'm saying? All day and let the pack run wild. <laughs> and when the sun start going down, I'm coming off the porch looking what's left. They don't howl down. You know what I'm, okay, I'm looking at what's left. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just finna, you know, just walk around and look and lurk and just figure out, all right. I'll be back Some a little point. later. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's me. I'm 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 laid back. I'm at that age where I'm laid back. My dick might not get as hard as yours, but I know once that motherfucker get hard, I'm gonna fuck long. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Viagra. <laughs> See <Alice. laughs> and, 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 and I'm just gonna be real. You know what I'm saying? You gonna run up in that motherfucker, bam, 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 bam. You know what I'm saying? He gonna caress it. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> man, look, my mama always told me, son, a 10 minute round, that's a heavyweight fight right there. I now, believe three that. Minutes, three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. See, boy, I give you the best ride of your life. Hey, bro, when you get older, <laughs> hey, the minutes get long. Listen, listen, partner. Let me tell you something. In five minutes, I'm going to give you the best time of your life. You can look. Hold on. Hold on. We got a woman in the in the background. That's what she need to hear. Yeah, she want to hear it, but. Fuck it, don't take nothing but three, hey, four minutes. Look, in five minutes, it's going to take me a minute and a half to get out all my clothes. Right. <laughs> I'm going to kiss on you for another minute and a half. That's three minutes. Okay. All right. It's going to take me about another minute to get right, and then once I get it in, it's over with. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and that's so, brought to you by the what schedule? <laughs> <laughs> that's a fight. You know what I'm saying? That's a fight. That's a heavyweight fight. fight. That's a fight. That's a heavyweight fight. Do it. I'm done. Oh, man. Lord, Jesus. Hey, we do love cutting. I got you three 15-minute sessions an hour. <laughs> 
Fuck all that. I ain't got nothing to prove no more shit. <laughs> I got to work in the morning. We about to get TV around there. I got to go to work. Nobody on Facebook listen to this shit. Look, my dick get real hard. Telling you right now, I am on off. Call me Bush Reed. Don't take this shit. Dead to the wind. You finna be like, oh, stir in a minute, man. Shit, you better ask your old lady. I'm telling you right now. Hey, babe, I'm just fucking wrong. All right, tune in. Tell me, you're gonna stop. <laughs> I tell her quick Three minutes pain and pleasure That's all you got Pain for you Cause ain't what you want Pleasure for me Cause I got what I want hmm, I thought you was gonna bite her Ooh, What? <laughs> no I ain't gonna bite her I ain't gonna bite her Oh you ain't gonna bite her? No man, No biting? No nibbling? Say man Most women can't keep up They can't keep up Ooh, oh, Ooh. I got a hey, frown back there in the back hey, I got a frown back there in the back Let me explain why Let me explain why Uh oh <laughs> Ten minute round Ten minute round? I'm cranking up to 90 miles per hour By the time I <laughs> By the time I hit 40, she laid out. She don't want no more. I won. Straight up. I used to be a warrior back in the days, though. A warrior? Used to be a warrior. See, one thing, one thing about when I was here, like, how, how old are you, bro? I'm 28. Ooh, boy. I'm boy, 25. Boy, when I, when, I was 25 20, when I was 21 to 28. I'm 35. Man, I was a warrior. Oh, I'm, I'm when I was, I was a little warrior, huh? I was a warrior, son. Hey, still, there's no hair on this face because I don't grow that. No but believe me, <laughs> I, I got no stripes. This I nigga no really hair. is I baby no face. Hair on my face. <laughs> I ain't had no hair between my legs that time. <laughs> Ooh. I was a warrior. Damn, man. Porn star. <laughs> <laughs> This guy here. This guy here. This guy. Oh man. This guy. I told y'all I was Bush Reed, man. But no, I'm just joking around. But man, but look. At your age, bro, you 28, trying to start eating some pussy. <laughs> Man, I would eat pussy at 19 years old, man. I wouldn't. Hell, nah, not. Why? 19, 19 years old, boy, man. You crazy. Boy, 19. Boy, Mom, you crazy. if you tune it in, I'm sorry. Wait, you got to look. look. <laughs> it's just for fun. It's just for fun. At, I'm sorry. At my, hey, at my 19, at my 19, we wouldn't need no pussy around here. At my 19, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Not at my 19. See, at my 19, that was 1994. They was burning out here. I was three years old in 94. In 1994, son, it, 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 it was a lot of it, it was a lot of. Hey, bad. but y'all was going to the cap and everything. Well, it was a lot of bad ass yeah, out here, man. It was some, it, right. It, it, it was some bad holes out here, man. You couldn't eat around this nigga singing the song. Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> what the new name. Come on, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Let me go down there. But anyway. I'm supposed to be talking. I'm supposed to be talking professional tonight. No, no, we not. No, we not. No, no. Man, my wife okay. tuning in. I got church member tuning in. Y'all, I am not a sinner no more. <laughs> my partner say niggas eat booty at 19 now. I wouldn't. <laughs> you by yourself. Look at my boy Playboy. My boy Playboy. No, 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 no. no, no. Why you playing? It got some kids out there eating ass. Uh, maybe you know what, bro? That's Kevin Gates. Talk. That's Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates hey, got these free my nigga. Up eating booty. Free my nigga, Kevin Gates. Nobody eat booty around here. Man, free my nigga, Kevin Gates, man. So y'all never blew on no booty? No. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. 
Don't copy me. This is Spade motherfucker. Ain't some angry. She can do with that. Just say it. Barbershop etiquette was the topic. She was listening to this shit. Yeah, we we did a little twist to it. I told you, it's those reality with a twist. Like this, what happens in the barbershop? This what happens in the barbershop. Let's get back to barbershop etiquette, man. Oh, now we can back to barbershop. Go to the barbershop. That offer he had to bring y'all here. Right. What is proper? What is proper barbershop etiquette, bro? In my shop, if a fine young lady come in, look, we don't we don't talk about her. We but, don't say nothing. But negative. do you look at her? Oh, we gonna look. Oh, we so gonna look. <laughs> we gonna look. But but let me ask this. Let me ask this. We gonna do, look. Do y'all cut the price a little bit if she fine? Fuck no. Shit no. Look, let me tell you something. Back in my spot days, long That's time ago, long, long. Look, look, back in my spot days, long time ago, long time ago, long, 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 long time ago. Look, man, look, you know, I was messing with some things, you know, things. Come, hold on, Austin. You no, wait, 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 Austin. Let me ask this question. You was messing with some of the mamas that you was cutting the sons? Hell yeah. And they still was paying full price. Austin ain't shit. I'm a real nigga. I'm a real nigga. I'm a real nigga. Still ain't gonna say shit. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Still don't say that. Don't say nothing to this question. Look, I'm telling you, I'm gonna be locked up next week. It's all good. <laughs> I'll be locked. Be in the Jet. hospital probably by tomorrow. Oh, Jed. Ragu. Ragu in the building? Yeah. Pull up on them hoes. I got them bands. Yeah. Drop a three up in my foot. I got, I got that tonight. gas on. What I got in my pocket tonight? I ain't got a band, Jet. Let me see. I got two dollars, man. <laughs> <laughs> Put this back up. No, I ain't got. I ain't got two dollars. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, but this, look, this one of these barbershop sexual fantasies. Let's go. But now, but look though, when you have a, a, a attractive young lady come in the barbershop, it's a lot of people be thinking, "I oh, mean, you could her, could her son have for free?" No, the hell, I'm not. I can't pay by looking at her. I can't pay my bills by looking at her. She True. gotta pay me. She gotta pay. Oh, what? She gotta pay me. Well, she promised to bring one of her homegirls. She gotta pay me. She gotta pay me. You can't. You can't get business You can't fix pleasure with business. I said that earlier. Yeah, that's true. You can't do that. The reason why you can't do that because if 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 you got this one chick, that's fine. There's always another one that's gonna come in that's just as fine. Right. Nah. And if they both in there at the same time or they get wind of he, hey, you cutting you cutting her house, you cutting her son house for free, did this, 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 and you stay to charge me, that's when it all blew Falls out. Apart. Now if you Fantasia fine, then uh Fantasia, if you listening, sixteen fourteen military highway Pineville, Louisiana. <laughs> I'm waiting on you, baby. You gotta be that fine for me. But uh you can't you, you you can't do that just cause you you look good you smell good. Don't look for a free haircut. IPhone. IPhone but when you leave, we gonna talk about you. We gonna talk about you. Yeah. And like like man like the beauty salon, when a guy come up in there, attractive, <clears throat> what they do? They gonna talk about it when you leave. I don't know. I don't know oh. I, I, I'm gonna say this. I ain't the sexiest, Bob. You know, I ain't the most attractive. But you'll be surprised, and I, and I'm and I'm speaking on this as a barber. I ain't trying to sit up here and say that I ain't calling nobody out, but I'm just telling y'all some real shit. As a barber, you'll be surprised at what women would text you or call you with a Snapchat, a Snapchat, <laughs> inbox you, deal behind a haircut. Mm-hmm. Fifteen oh, man, twenty dollars. Shit, man, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised, boy. You'll be surprised. 
Now, Any of y'all need an apprentice? It's up to you. I'm telling y'all some real shit, bro. It's up to you. It's up to you. So they send y'all pussy pics. That's what you're saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Look, my wife is just shit. I'm being professional. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that, but I'm just being real. You'd be surprised at at, at, at what women... Dude, these ain't co-workers. These, these, these are kids' parents. Yeah. You know, or seeing you behind a haircut, man. And I'm like, God damn, you know, behind a motherfucking haircut. I don't know about you, Sterling, but do you get, like, most most women trying to get house calls? I don't do house calls. I, I, I've been asked. Me too. I don't do house calls either. So if you listen because to I do I, not do house because calls. Because the thing about the reason why I don't do house calls, and it's real talk, bro, you can get caught up in a bad situation. Yeah. Bad situation. True. Because, you know... My thing with it is, I got good hours. If you can't come see me between the miles, and when I get off, I'm not packing my clippers up, but for two people. Yeah, I'm gonna let y'all know now. Sterling's at the damn shop almost to eight thirty, nine o'clock at fucking night sometimes. See, on yeah. Fridays, I'm there till ten eleven. Yeah, so you, get, you gotta get it. I'm in there. I'm in there. So I'm if in you there. Can't come see me if you can't come see me in them hours there. Trust me, I'm not coming to your house. Only person I pack my clippers up for is my mom or my daddy. And I've been packing my clippers up for my daddy for the past two months because he can't get out of the house like somebody no more. Supposed Be- to. Because he's sick. Yeah, Supposed true. to. Other Supposed than to. that, I go to the special ed center, you know, uh, once a month, and I go cut my daddy hair once a week. Other cool. than that, my clippers stay at the shop. That's what's up. And that's just real. I don't do no house calls for nobody other than my parents. Like, like I get here with that house calls a lot. Man, you don't do house calls? Man, if I tell you the price, you ain't gonna pay it. No, you ain't gonna pay it. You ain't I, gonna pay it. Because it, it, it's gonna, for, for me to do a house call, my minimum is $50. And I want my money before I get, before I even pull out my clippers. That on should be holiday, expected, though. On a holiday, if you wanna cover me, it's 100 On the holiday. On the holiday? Shit. Man, look, I done cut hair on Christmas Day. And I'll, at, at the shop, and you gotta pay, and them have customers $50 a pop. Mm. But guess what? They paid it. I know they did. Bruh, you be sur- we gotta get right for You really be surprised how how much people pay for a haircut, man. Like when they wanted it, yeah, yeah. When they want it, yeah, they gonna pay for like, it. Like man, for a lineup, dude called me at three o'clock in the morning just to line his beard up. I was sleep. I told him, man, look, I'm sleep, bro. He said, man, I got sixty right now mm. on my way. <laughs> <laughs> you better be. <laughs> just to line his beard up. Sixty dollars. Line. I'm on done. my way. On my way. Sixty dollars. Hey man, I done, look. I done got called out. You know, I had a customer uh, fly in. I'm at the hotel. I say, uh, "What's up? I need a cut." I say, "You know what time it is?" He say, "Yeah." He say, "Shit, I got a hundred dollars for you." Shit, I'm on my way. Prime <laughs> example. I'm on my way. Damn. Hey, a hundred dollars. I'm on my way. For I'm twenty minutes. Eighty to sixty for the ticket. <laughs> Look, shit, I'm getting straight up. I think, shit, you, hey, $100, you finna smell everything. Bye, smell everything. I ain't gonna brush my teeth. I ain't, I'm getting, I'm coming on my way right now. <laughs> As is. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that goes to show you the hustle that we got. Right. True. That, you know, that we got as barbers, and and that's what it takes to get me up out of bed. You know, people like, man, you ever thought about being a celebrity barber? Yeah, I thought about being a celebrity barber, but it's, it, it, it's rules to that shit. Mm-hmm. Because you can't forget about the people that got you where you at. You know, I was, Amen, to a video, I was listening to a video um, the other day on YouTube, and it talked about being a celebrity ball. And the man was like, mm-hmm. I almost forgot where I come from because I almost lost all of my customers that got me where I'm at. 
Right. Behind being a celebrity ball. <laughs> you can't forget about the people that got you where you at because when them celebrity barbers are done with you, they moving on to the next person. To the next highest name. When that tour is over, and that tour, you might not you might not be on tour for another three or four months, but you mess around and lost all your clientele, you know what I'm saying, that you had faithfully. <clears throat> trying to get famous. Trying to, trying to be famous. <clears throat> and this dude say, man, I make more money now that I'm not on tour with these folks than when I was on tour because all I do is cut hair. I don't enjoy the shows. I don't enjoy the parties. I don't enjoy, all I do is cut hair. That's my job. Man, I think the only barber I know that was celebrity barber that enjoyed the way he was doing was P. Diddy Barber. This dude have, have hey, he has a salary, six figures. Wherever P. Diddy go, he going with him. Mm. He gonna line him up in the morning. Boy, Diddy only sleep four hours a day. Boy. If he need a cut, he gonna cut him up. And he on the salary. So wait, 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 whoa. Let me, was, let me, let me hear this correct. At one point, he was standing he making six figures just house. being. His hair, his barber. All you gotta do is yeah. be his barber. Be his barber. That's, that's all you gotta do. But Wake no, up in the morning and be there. Go, wherever he go, you with him. You with him. You with him. And it's like you really don't have no life because you, you don't. don't have, you don't have time for a family. Yeah. You his barber. You, you his know barber. how many events that man go to on a weekly so basis? If he, got, if he, got he four, can five edge events, and cut up every time. Yeah. If he right. got, if he right. got four five events a day. You got to make sure this man ain't right. Damn. Oh, yeah, bro, because you are, oh, man. Man, you got, you got barbers that have made millions off being a celebrity barber, but they had no life. People don't understand how much money it is in this in, uh, industry. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of money in this right here. A lot. Like, it's a lot of money, man. It's, bro, put it like this. I ain't finna discuss my salary. I ain't finna discuss his salary. But as long as I can put my key in the door and unlock it and the lights come on, I'm good. Because I'm able to go back every day, every week, every month, every year, and do what I love to do. Like Pimp C say. Well, I told, I told you earlier. You, if I told you cocaine numbers, you would think I was lying. And I'm going to leave it at that. You got to love what you do. You got to love what you do. You, you can't be. You, do, you can't look at this as, as a hustle. This is your life. That's what some of these youngsters doing. They're looking at it as a hustle. I'm saying, look, it's branded on me. Bro. It's my life, man. But it's in my heart. But you got to understand one thing, man. It's it, it, it's it, it's an art to the hustle. Yeah. It is a it, it's an art, but you got to follow the rules for this hustle. You got to follow the rules. You got to pay your dues, bro. You got to pay your dues. And it's like I tell folks, getting to work at one two o'clock, cutting till one two o'clock in the morning. That's old. They get old, bro. That ain't it, because that clientele that you attracting, them cats ain't gonna be around here for you. Right. These cats ain't gonna be out here for the, you know, for the next six months if they keep doing what they doing. True. But if you want that steady money, that's gonna come every week on the same day at the same time, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis. You gotta graduate yourself, man. You gotta graduate yourself, and you gotta grow yourself into being a professional barber. Then you gonna get the professional clientele. Like a lot of people don't know, my mom had her own beauty salon downtown, Liz House of Style. Show sure did. I ain't and know that know. was your mama. Yeah, that's my mom. You know? Liz, Liz, Liz Coleman. That, that's my mom. Man, I just tell my homeboy, shout out to my boy DJ, Donald Jordan. He said, <laughs> man, why you don't want to be a full-time boy? I'm like, man, barbers don't make no money. Huh. At this time, I was working offshore, making good money, income tax checks, you know, five, four, every two weeks. Let me tell you how dumb he was. Though. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, but, when I, but when I was off, I was I was working in the shop. Shout out to Sorrento. You know what I'm saying? He taught me a lot. You know, but when I when I decided, it was like, man, I'm gonna be a full time barber. Man, look, the good Lord took care of me, man. 
Straight up. Let me tell you how dumb Austin was, though. While we was off show, I'm trying to tell <laughs> this fool. Why bring you got your clippers. Bring your clippers, son. People out there playing fifty dollars a head because they about to get on the get on the uh, boat to come home. All you had to do was stay up for about two hours. <laughs> man, I was ready to go to bed, man. <laughs> two hours, bro. You could have made at least two fifty. You would eat him. <laughs> Did I? Two fifty a day. Took my shower, said good night, niggas. A day extra, man, bro. You know, <laughs> one one thing about being in this business. Shout out to B. Tompkins, though he got it. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna tell you something, real, real nigga. This, this, this real stuff. I, I left a job making fifty thousand plus a year, and I thought yeah. that was real money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that, but that fifty thousand was being taxed. Mm-hmm. Every other week, it was being taxed. I get my little income tax check at the end, you know, beginning of the year, that was fine. I'm living better now. And it was a struggle to get where I met, but I'm living better now than I was making that fifty thousand dollars a year. And I'm just telling you some real shit because I don't have that I don't have nobody looking over my shoulder. Right. Like turning that paperwork in and meeting this deadline and meeting that deadline. The only right. the only person I got looking over my shoulder is a good lord to make sure I'm taking care of my business and make sure I'm now. taking care of my barbers. Making sure I'm taking care of the business, making t- making sure that the customers continuing to come, and we giving them something to come to every week, and we got steady clientele every week. We got preachers, we got doctors, we got lawyers, we got lawyers, business yeah. owners, we got construction workers, people that work for the city, utility department, sanitation. We got, you know, we, we you know we got a little bit of everybody, you know, coming through there, and and. That's what it's all about, man. On a weekend, week out basis, monthly basis, yearly basis, man, these same people are coming, but we are starting to grow. We are getting more and more people coming to that shop. And and, and you got a lot of people that's been around here, you know, in business, cutting hair, doing hair, you know, as far as beauticians and stuff. And some of these people are still stuck in their same place. Mm-hmm. And it's like I tell people, man, if you're not in a position to help your help your spot grow and not just help your spot grow, you got to help your barbers grow also. I don't want to be the only one that's in my shop that can buy a car, buy a house, buy a motorcycle, go on vacation. Do I want everybody in that shop working under me to be able to do the same thing. Right. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Maybe your barber's hustling don't match yours, though. It, they do because we all take vacations. <clears throat> And we, all, and we all able to go and do what we want to do. But what he's saying is his barber's not on that hustle, though. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. Me personally... If I want to work six days out of the week, I'm going to do it. No problem. I do that. You know what I'm saying? Easily. But, like, for you to have that dream shop, for people to come from out of town, be like, man, I'm coming to to, to uh, Styles by Sterling. I'm coming to Fading Bladed Cuts. You got to you gotta put yourself out there, man. And you, not just you, but your always got to put themselves out there. You know what I'm saying? You can't be depending on... This man because he's the owner to put you out there. Man, put yourself out there. Market yourself. You got to market yourself. Market yourself. You know, I'm gonna do my part as far as putting you out there because it's, it's time and it's list stuff that I do. This stuff that I do. I can do a group pitch with me, Earl, and Hog. Come see us at Styles by Stir. Styles by Stir. And that's it. I put that out there and people share it and they come. I get phone calls on my on, on my phone from my other bobs. Yeah. But they get phone calls from me also. Right, right. That's when right. you know you're networking. That's when you know uh-huh. you're networking. That's when you know you're networking. And it's like I say, when we take we take vacation, we take a week off. And they don't have to pay me booth rent. I get them a week off. Paid. This on me. This on me. Go enjoy yourself. Right. Go enjoy your family. Because guess what? The utilities pay, the rent pay, all the bills paid. Go enjoy yourself. Don't worry about hey, y'all on me. That's you one know? week a year? 
One week a year. You know what they tell me? Thank you, Stuart. That's how. I, that's why I'm telling you. A simple thank you go a long way, bro. That's why I'm telling you, bro. My job <clears> is not <throat> only to grow the shop, is to grow every barber in there, including myself and the people that work under me. And I ain't gonna say they work under me because I don't never. I don't. You'll, you'll never hear me saying that I'm the boss or I'm the, I'm the boss or I'm the owner when it come down to certain stuff. Other than that, mm -hmm. those are my coworkers. Right. Those are my coworkers, and, and that's just how I am. They my coworkers and stuff. So the culture of the shops didn't change from back then right. to, to right now. now. Yeah. And as an owner, if you don't make the adjustment to go with that change, you're going to be stuck and you're going to be lost. And then you're not going to have nobody coming to that shop because the ways of the old is gone. But you still got to have that old school mentality in a barbershop with new school flavor. So that right, it all right, right. blends. Just like you pour this coat on that Hennessy with that ice or that Sprite or that cranberry juice, it got to blend and taste good. You can't have it all mixed in and, and, and it's tasting all messed up. You can't put Coke, Sprite, and cranberry up now. Hell no. <laughs> right. Like, man, like, before we go to the next topic, my auntie told me, she, she was like, man, you could have had too good to be here in this little country town. I was like, nah, I don't. Man, it's money in this town. But what what beauticians, barbers, fellas realize, you got to work together. You know what I'm saying? Started came to me. was like, man, the next promotion, the radio station do uh, such and such. Let's come together, promote it together. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? My cousin, look, shout out to, uh, I don't know, if, I forgot the name of their barbershop, but German <laughs> Earthly. <laughs> look. No, you didn't. You just don't want to. You don't want to promote that. Anointed cuts. Anointed cuts. He told. He he told me was like, man, look. If I can't get it, I'm gonna send them to you. If I can't get it, I'm gonna send them somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? It just it is how it go. You got you got to support each other. Remember that time I called you? I was at work. Yeah, you got to support each other. They asked me where the barber shop was. I'm like, man, I only know one barber number right now. I called him. Man, where you shopping? He called me. It's crazy. It's crazy. Just like he said that we were gonna go half on the next promotion. Real talk, I had no idea he was gonna be in here tonight. And we talked about this about six months ago. It's cool about about going in, you know, about going half on the next promotion. And we talked about, and here we is today in 2017 in January, and, and we promoting each other's shop. And I don't understand why it's so hard for us and you know as as, as hair care specialists on the beautician end on the barber end. Why we can't sit down like this in Alexandria? Man, we don't even have a barber union around here. You don't. You don't. We don't. We don't. Why? We don't. Because it's too many egos. Man, look, and I know if it, I know if it touch some souls. But Step I, on toes, I, but, but go but, ahead and do it because I'm, about, I'm right behind you. I got to say this. You got cats that's been around here cutting 15, 20 plus years and they own shops. And they turn their nose up because people like myself, people like Austin, a few other people that sit around here and open up our own shops. But they feel like it was an obligation and a duty for us to come work in their shops. Nah, not with me. Because the people who I, you know, the one shop I did come under. Hmm. You know, well, I came up under two shops. And that was on the Royal Winslow with um, uh, Millennium Cuts. And uh, I came under uh, House, House of Styles Pass. on the road. Shout out to and, all them greats over there, yeah. man. And, and, and the thing about it, I, I had my experiences and I had my ups and downs. And I always said that if I got my own shop, I'd do it a whole different way. But I, but the things that I went through, I make sure that the people that's working in my shop don't go through what I went through. And the people that I've tried to bring under my wing, they didn't understand what I was trying to tell them. I hope they see it now. Because no matter where you go to cut hair, 
there are rules that you got to follow. Gotta Even if follow. you own your own shop, you got to follow the rules. But as far as the as far as the people that's been out here for years, it's time for us to come together so we can form a unit. It's time for us to get together so we can network so we can see what experiences that we can bring to our customers that's going to better the experience with them coming to the shop, whether we be beauticians or barbers, because it don't make no sense that we're so separated and divided. We're not in no competition around here. We're not in no competition, and that's our problem. With any black-owned business, we think we are in competition, and we're not. I got somebody that's beefed out with me right now. I didn't even know that was beefed out with me until I found out. And is it because I didn't come work in your shop? If that's the case, man, look, pick up the phone, call me, bro. Because for you to sit out here and put me out bad like you put me, talking this and saying this and saying that, but you won't come tell me as a man, hey, that's fine. And I ain't, I ain't for the call no names because I hope they listening tonight. Right. And I done heard everything they had to say about me, but what I'm not going to do. We can call names. No, nah, nah, we I ain't call, call no names. We don't call no names. We don't call no names. We don't call no names, but this, is, but, but this is my thing. If the problem is me making the type money that I'm making and progressing and making strides in this business and you haven't done it in all these years, man, it ain't going to hurt you to come sit down and talk to me and see what I'm doing that you hadn't done. And maybe I can sit here and help you instead of you sitting out here talking bad about me because I'm not going to do that about you. Because the last thing I want to see you do is close your doors. And that's our problem. I talked to one of, I talked to a black business owner this week and they said that they getting ready to shut down their place and go to three days a week. What are you? What ideas do you have for me? I say, man, you got to sit down and, and, and look at your inventory. You got to look at certain things that you're doing that you, and, and certain things that you're not doing and try to incorporate that and, and, and figure out what you're going to offer these people in order for it to stay open because I don't mm -hmm. want to see you close. Exactly. You don't never want to see a black business. I don't never want to see a black business close. We line up at all but these people don't. Other people don't even believe we have people that that of your nature that are willing to help. Man, bro. But go, it, it, like you said, though, it's their pride and ego. They don't even want to come ask. Man, look, you can't hold on to the game all your days. I go to Blue Cliff, mm -hmm. the beauty school over there. I go volunteer my time. I don't get paid to go over there. And instead of me sitting up here, you know, not giving them the game, I give them the game. And I tell them about these are the things that you could do to be successful in this business. And, and you got these older have professionals that's been around for years that are scared to let somebody know what it takes to win around Because they're scared they go, you, that because person they, end up being more successful than them. And, and that's the problem that we got. Man, I want you to be better than me. I'm in a 4,500-square-foot building. I want you to get a 6,500-square-foot building. I'm riding in a nice truck. I want you to get you a Benz truck or a Bentley truck. Don't forget the Harley. Don't forget the Harley. Yeah, hell with that. But but but, 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 but but you understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I got a Harley. I got a truck. I got a nice car. I got. I mean, I got nice things because I work hard. But I want people to be able to have more than what I got. Right. I don't want you to sit up here and be satisfied with 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 a with, with an old school on some swings. I want you to get a Benz on some on, on some Lorenzos. Yeah. Or, or I want you to get a Bentley where you just pull it off the lot. And ride it like that, and and when you pull up on, and when you pull up somewhere, it speak for itself. I want you to be able to jump out in a two, three thousand dollar suit with some thousand dollar shoes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? I do that myself, and I'm not bragging. But the thing about it, this is what I do. This is I like to dress. I like to look nice. I like to go places. I go to Dubai. I want you to go to Paris. I'm bruh. I'm bruh. If speak I, on. If it. I'm flying, if I'm flying first class, I want you to get a private jet. Hey, you understand what I'm saying, and that's the mentality that we that that we got to have. We got we got to uplift each other. Don't be like me, be better than me. Yeah, man, and that's my thing. So I'm willing to give anybody the knowledge that I got 
but where I'm at right now to help you better to help you better yourself and grow yourself. If I give you the knowledge and the skill, I want you to be better than me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And there's a lot of people that don't even realize that sometimes the stuff you do not even for you. Because I, I am my cousin. My own cousin looked at me and I was like, why you work so much? Like, you don't go to the club every weekend. I, like, Man, I did that when I was a little younger. Yeah, You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep, I all did that. all that. <laughs> but I, like, I told him, I said, man, my hustle and my work ethic comes from. My mom just tuned in. <laughs> even if I don't see the, the uh, reap the benefits of my, of my work, my child will. Plain and simple. Right. So I work hard, yeah, and I'm going to enjoy my life, but I guarantee you my child is going to be better off than I am starting. And that's the reason I, I grind. And, man, and like, the, what I do is, man, like, I, I don't speak bad on no barber or beautician. Because the simple fact is, we in this together. You know, my ultimate dream is coming with Sterling, coming with, with Touch of Elegance, or coming with Dion, or. Uh, Whoever, you know what I'm saying? Be like, man, let's open up a big old shopping mall. Have one big old shop. And let's go ahead and make this money. You know what I'm saying? They ain't but, gonna but but our people ain't gonna look at it like that because um, I, I can't work with Sterling because yeah. of of his past. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. I can't work with, with Touch of Elegance because of her past. Or DM because of my past. Forget all that. Man, we we this together. We gonna make this money together. And what that's gonna do is, he got churn, she got churn, I got churn. We gonna be we gonna be wealthy together. And what they gonna do is pass it down to their kids. What the white folks do when they buy property, they put something on there. What they do? Hmm. Pass it down. From pass generation. it down to generation to generation. The it stays in the family. It don't go anywhere. Hmm. Don't go nowhere. That's you know why. That's saying? why all these abandoned buildings over here in Alexandria. You, know you, can, you can't buy it because some child owns it, but they don't really. And all care they about doing it. is playing the, st- the tax on it. Pay, that's pay it. The tax on it. Measly two hundred dollars a year. Back to what, he, what we said earlier. Back to the slavery days. Is it just because he a house nigga? I want him to be in the field. No, he ain't no house nigga. We like crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Look, black people like crabs. They, they say it all the time. We like crabs. And we trying to pull each other down. Man, let this one man make it to the top. Let him teach you how he made it to the top. Let him pull you up. And you learn and you teach the next man. Let it be the cycle. You gotta be you gotta beat the eyes, man. Yep, you gotta beat the What we got next, bro? This this is the last thing we're gonna talk about. And we're gonna end it on this one. Cause uh I saw a video of 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 a female that didn't have some saggy ass titties. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. So she what she did was she used makeup to make it look like it was perky. Like she used makeup like really I've seen that video, dark skin woman. Dark skin woman. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it made it look like it was perky. Before you go even farther. And she had a full cup like like uh-huh. it really looked like her titty was perky. They ain't using tissue no more. No, they're not using tissue, you using makeup. Before you get hit me. But anyway, do women have the upper hand by being deceitful as far as having all these enhancements? They have booty pads. They have goddamn padded bras and everything. And I'm just saying, like, if you take Ster- Sterling, Sterling Austin, if you take a female, back when you were single, Sterling, uh, <laughs> if you take a female home and she take off all her clothes and she don't have what she had on before. She ain't had no ass. She ain't got no titties. And she buck teeth like a mother because she 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 took her teeth out. I'm gonna 
Could could you could you still be with her? Houston, we have a problem. No, 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 we don't. No, we don't have a problem. You don't have a problem. Look, cause look, I'm I'm the type of dude. Look, I want to see it your worst. I want to see what your head scarf on or your mumu on. She wanna, ain't got nothing. She I got wanna, I wanna her see chest look like yours. Because I don't want to be to no surprise when I wake up in the morning. No surprise when I wake up in the morning. Oh, so you staying the night. I'm there. You might as well. You might as well. No surprise. I, 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 you know so y'all okay with women no. falsifying their bodies? Because no, look, not. it got some beautiful women out there. Beautiful. That's beautiful. not what I'm saying. I'm saying but falsifying they buy. The makeup enhanced. No, 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 no. You got some, some on this some video. Women. It did not enhance it. You got some women right. like like she, uh, she went from a, she went from a negative A to a C cup <laughs> in this picture, bro. Right, like, you got show me that video. <laughs> all right. Show me that video. I tell you this. You know, this is my opinion on, on on the enhancements and all the extras. I've been out in the clubs and I've had events where, you know, where we had thousands of people at, at, at some of our events. You know, prime example, the 80s Christmas party. And you know how you walk around and and, and you hug folks and, and and you get to, you know, feeling on folks. You know, and, and, and it's, right. accident, it's accidental touching when you touch folks. And you feel that, you feel that firmness. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, damn. You know, she wasn't that tight. You know what I'm saying? When I seen her last week. But all of a sudden tonight, she got, you know, she tight. You got that waist trainer on and, 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 up. And, and you can feel it. You know, and, you know, my thing of it is I accept a woman for who she is. Right. You know, it, it, you know, ain't nothing wrong with we you know with some love handles, a little, you know, um, baby bump. Tiger stripes. You know, it ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that because that let me know, you know, you certified. That, that let me know you certified and you true to yourself. You know, all that trying to Hide this and hide that, hide that and disguise this and disguise that. You know, with booty pads and all that. If you wasn't born with it, guess what? There ain't no sense of buying. Exactly. Because somebody's gonna love you and accept you for who you are, not for what you can perceive to be. Same thing with the weave. If it was meant for you to have hair down your back, the Lord would bless you with well, hair down your back. Oh if it was meant for you to have triple D's. The Lord would have blessed you with triple D's. If it meant for you to have, you know, a damn ass, you know, that's juicy like a delicious, you know, uh, you know, a watermelon or a peach. Guess what? The Lord would have blessed you with that. Georgia, Georgia. <laughs> oh, but I'm just being real. So it's no sense of getting. It's no sense of going, getting booty shots, getting breast enlargement, getting. All this stuff, Botox. Botox. It, it, it's no sense. Of, it's no sense of getting all hey, the hair on your head. Hey, but check, but check, but check, but check it out. What do you see on TV? That's all you see. That's, that's all, all you see, though. That's all. As you soon see. as you ask one, what do you see that, on they'll... social media? Yeah, you right. But as soon as you <laughs> ask a woman about all that, she'll say, "Oh, I do this for me." So why you don't wear that all day? Like when you in the house by yourself and all that. Why you got to do this certain way when like, you going into public? But to like, me, not, to me, you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for, for everybody attention, else, right? You're doing it for everybody else. I'm, I'm gonna get, look. My wife don't ma- don't wear makeup at all. Amen. And, and, and if she do wear it, the last time my wife really wore makeup was for our wedding. Oh lord. And it wasn't that much because she has naturally beautiful skin. My wife had hair. Her natural hair was down was past the middle of her back, and she cut it. She wear hair natural now. No perms. No, it's just natural. But the thing about it is that when I met her. She 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 wasn't with 
all of this makeup and hair and all of that stuff. Right. She wasn't with all of that. I, I, I tell women all the time, it's no sense of you hooking yourself up with all of that because God has blessed you with what you have. Take what you have and make the best of it, and you'll be surprised at who will look. I feel like this. Wearing makeup, I don't have no problem with it. But you, you, you do not have to wear it every day. Not every day. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Special because, occasion. Because, I, and, and this is just how I feel. People that wear, well, I'm going to say women that wear makeup every day, they're not comfortable in, in themselves. They have no confidence. And then they can have a whole old old man, husband, boyfriend, whatever. If they're not getting that, that, that treatment with like, well, baby, you beautiful, all this at home, somebody outside the door tell them, baby, you beautiful. And they got makeup on, but you see them without that makeup, they, they way more beautiful than that. I done seen hey, some people make up without the makeup, and I tell them. Hey, I, wait. I, 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 and just like I also say, I talked to one lady, you know, one female. I said, I said, man, you are more attractive without the makeup. Right. Without the hat. Right. Hey, man. Right. Right. I say, why do you need that? I seen it too. And they just look at me like, and, and they can't say nothing. And they, I tell them, I, I say, man, you are more beautiful without, without the makeup. Yeah. What What you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove? You ain't proving nothing. I say, be yourself. I say, this is what the Lord gave you. Be yourself. I used to try to cover my gray up. Hell with it. Shit, it, it's here. Yeah, you in the same boat. That's that's I, ain't, I ain't I, coloring I, I, shit. I used to try to cover it up. Man, it's here. You know what I'm saying? Chico yeah. gray, god damn it. Yeah, it, it, it's there. I mean, Chico you know, lied, shit, y'all. He may be trying to cover his gray up. I ain't trying up. to hide nothing else no more. <laughs> I got a question, though, bro. What's up? We've been plotting this for probably like six months if here at Future 106. Is any one of y'all capable of hooding my nigga Chico up with that little thing you that patch? You know what? Like, Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and tape it up on the side. I, yeah, in the man right. with. Like, I'm not doing it, but what I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what I will tell you. If you let it grow out across the top a little bit, I got them half fibers I can spray across and line you up and blend it all in, brother. I ain't going to do no man wig on you. Nah, stir the, stir the bullshit. Once I learn how to do that, hey, get at me. <laughs> <laughs> get at me. Once I learn how to do that, Hey, hey, I, I found this dude. The Lord <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, <laughs> no, Sterling. No, See, that's no, why I'm going to go no, Sterling. No, you ain't say shit. No, you ain't no, going no, shit, no. goddammit. <laughs> no, you got we right here, bald-headed, wearing lace fronts and all this stuff. No, you going to get this uh, wig, boy. <laughs> no, I ain't getting no you goddamn wig. You going to get this wig. You got to get him the hey, hey, because, I've been watching him all day. Hey, boy, that bad wig ain't no joke, But But real talk, I found this dude on Instagram, and he's a barber, cosmetologist in Atlanta. Bro, the money he made for doing them wigs and fading and lining them up, bro. Food, man. He getting people all across the country to come to him. They are He had a dude, he had a little boy from Louisiana had alopecia that went to him because he didn't want the kids at school to talk about him. His parents paid that boy $400 just to do that. Just to do it. How long does it last, though? It's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a wig. It's, it's, it's a lace front It's glued to your skin As long as you take care it's gonna As long as you take care It's gonna last It ain't like it's gonna grow He had hair <laughs> He had he had hair All around the sides But he, he was bald head on, on top Right But it ain't like It's gonna grow You know what I'm saying Right <laughs> Once he line it up that's, It's there You, you gotta know? think about it Look, so y'all want to pay $400 <laughs> like, Go get this no, Go look. get this done Go ahead uh, like, Hey, I got you So like, Oh okay all right. I got you. So like, like, For your birthday I mean, I'll make it track my damn self 
For your birthday? Round here. For birthday? Oh, okay. Beautician charged what the average for a sewing in what two fifty to two twenty. About two fifty, something like that. Two fifty to two twenty. That's the average for a sewing around here. Damn. You that's go what to y'all pay? Man, my, they just for one head. I got a homegirl named Miracle to do y'all look for forty dollars. She got her own three. No, they just for one head. You know, you feel me? Bullshit. Beauticians make money, man. Two fifty. <laughs> they make money, bro. <laughs> Like when hey, I learned that, I hey, was like, I'm, in the wrong I, I'm telling y'all right now, Chico single. You know, I, 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 I'll, I'll date a beautician. I'm just saying. You better not get no man <laughs> when you come around me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring him right to the shop. <laughs> man, he ain't even hey, gonna know we coming. Hey, uh, first thing I'm trying to do is put him in the headlock. Why? But why? But why? But why? Be yourself. Be so, yourself. So, <laughs> so, so, Stern, you tell you mean you mean to tell me somebody coming? You be like, man, look. I need you to learn how to do this man weave. You ain't gonna do if it. If you gonna pay me four hundred dollars, I'm for the man weave the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> about to be the best man weave you ever had. I for four hundred dollars. I'm for the man weave the hell out of it, man. Okay, oh, just wanna man. make show. Just wanna oh, make yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Just wanna make show. Yeah, man, man, this was a great show. Hey, man, <laughs> we I come to the end, bro. I appreciate. I appreciate y'all inviting me. Long my ass. Oh yeah, yeah, me too, oh, bro. Hey, look, I told you. Goddamn it! I shut this shit down. This my shit. I was I was being myself. I don't know about y'all, but uh, <laughs> I blowed it off this Hennessy. Yeah, shout out to Hennessy. God Ooh. damn, we finished the whole goddamn hey, bottle. Damn, <laughs> you want that cone out of there? Like, <laughs> like when I got here, it was full, but uh, I started up. Yeah. You heard me? <laughs> but anyway, it ain't too often you gonna see. Let's give out the, the social media so we can follow. Give right. out y'all social media and where they can find y'all at. No, your barbershop information. Oh man, Instagram Ace underscore the barber man. Get at me. Facebook Austin Coleman. You do you do walk ins? I do walk ins <laughs> and appointments. Oh, Most okay. of the time I do appointments though. All right. Y'all hit me up on Facebook at Black Lacker Brown B L A C K L C K A Brown, or you can hit me on Instagram under Black Lacker or Sterling T Brown. Oh, I don't do um Snapchat. 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 8.coleman318. I don't do uh, 8.coleman318. Get at me. I don't be on here as much as I do with you, but this way you find me at If not, you can look me up on the Booksy app or on Booksy.net. Styles by Sterling Barbershop. You'll see my logo pop up in like a Pittsburgh still logo. Well. Book your next appointment with me. And big shout out to my boy Chris Chico and the crew. Yeah, we gonna get with him too. You know what I'm saying? It was very Bro, that very buffalo catfish and shrimp was everything. Well, hey, say that, say that, say that, say that. Mark Brown, shout out to Mark Brown. Big shout out to Mark Brown, my cousin, Denver Broncos fan. Poe uh, Broncos. Uh, big shout out to Cornell you know, Dean. Dean. Shout out to Cornell uh, Dean. Uh, uh, Rodney Watts with two rain catering, man. All our club owners, you know, 318. Brad the Cat out there with eight time with me. Fred with 318. Uh, LT down there with uh, uh, Super Dex. You know, uh, man, just big shout out to everybody. Uh, big shout out to Thomas, Top Notch Pro. You know, the whole crew, the ladies' choice, elements, man. Y'all need to come back. Y'all need to come back. Raider Club back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, on the 4th, February the 4th, man, we got a reggae concert at the shop. Got a what? Reggae. True 
roster event. I real I will be there. Damn. True roster event at Styles by Street and Barbershop. Shabba. Oh, damn, we ain't gonna be here. We ain't gonna oh. be here. Goddamn. That's Super Bowl weekend. That's that. Yeah, we yeah. ain't Houston. We ain't Houston. We ain't Houston since Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they gonna be in Houston, but we there. All y'all listening, you know, make sure y'all come out. Big shout out to my boy, um, old, old, old Bud, one of the new that's putting that event on. He's cool. bringing one of my homeboys, man. They got the um, Bayou, Fred, Riggin, um, man, coming out of Baton Rouge. Oh, Charles Lang. Charles Lang. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, shout out to my people out there at the main spot. My uncle, uh, Zedric Johnson. Yeah, main you know. Spot, yeah, okay. Main spot. Hey, look him up. Realmusic.net. Cold DJ. We got a lot to offer in Alexandria, man. Just to let y'all know, we got a lot to offer. Man, a lot to offer in Alexandria. It's a lot of talent, man. It's a lot of talent. Both deal. Both deal. 100. 100. Big shout out to them, man. They doing some big things on that group, bro. Y'all need to get them folks in there, man. So they can get y'all doing some stuff. Okay. I'll get with them. We'll get with them. Hey. Hopefully, me and Story get together. We do a barber competition, hair show, whatever. Stay in tune, man. Stay in tune. We're not going to call it a barber competition. Collaboration of Business men 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 business uh, uh, online radio station And we'll be getting With all these other Black businesses to promote Whatever y'all need us To promote We're here for y'all Hey Black history Next month Hey Black history is all yeah Y'all give us some topics To come up with man Come on Uh oh Come on with them Come on yeah, with them We can make it happen But anyway This is your, Maine, this your boy Chico And then we Maine, out Man I'm a holler Maine too I gotta we get with Maine Clothing y'all Y'all get at them folks man